Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And yes, sir, we're rallying up for a throwdown Thursday, man. Have a little pre-Super Bowl fun. So we have a special guest tonight just for all the mass holes out there. We have our favorite resident mass hole. That's right. The one and only Lindy. And I don't know what song I'm going to give you yet, so I'm going to sit on that for a second. But if we're talking Lindy, that means we also have D-Stat, because you know, <laughs> football fisticuffs of the best kind, man. Our Giants fan, <laughs> our Patriots fan, life's good. Uh, but we'll have a little fun tonight, obviously talking about the Super Bowl and this weirdo, funky Alex Smith to the Redskins trade. I'm still just like, really, did that happen? Kind of strange, but that's okay. Uh, obviously more of a focus on the Super Bowl, I think. Still, let's go ahead and get everybody in here. We got some tasty beverages to have and maybe a little friendly smack talk along the way because that's how we do. All right, first and foremost, man, Mark, what's going on, old brother D-Stat? How are you, sir? I'm living relatively large and in charge. Relatively large and in charge? Okay. Yeah. Are you ready to give us a state of the union? Woo. <laughs> no, but of course. All right, here we go. Three, brew and fun, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, man. That was strong. That was strong, dude. That was strong. Is that fueled by uh, this Rage Face Super Bowl matchup for you? But of course. Yeah, there you go. I figured it might be. Honestly, Mark, I know that you're kind of ready for Sunday. So you can, you know, wave bye, bye, bye <laughs> to this Super Bowl, right? Whoever may win. Whoever may win. Flipping season, right? <laughs> yeah, entire season for you. Yeah, yeah. No, I t- I understand, man. It's been a rough year. That's okay. <laughs> Always next year. And you know, uh, Lindy uh, informed me that the uh, the Redskins won some Madden or the whoever played uh, some Madden deal where the Redskins representative won the championship. And I'm like, yeah, great. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Alex. It's a it's a big it's a lot of win in Redskins land this week. Uh, <laughs> esports, yay. And Alex Smith, maybe yay, we'll see. But perhaps our buddy Baldwin is really happy about that. Well, I don't know. I don't know. We'll get to it. <sighs> anyway, Shannon, man, how's your heart holding up after all these Kentucky games, man? What's going on, dude? Cardiac cats, man. Getting wild. Living up to their names. Right? Has to be, man. There's a lady I work with that's a huge, huge, huge Kentucky fan. And uh, so every time, like, there's a game going on, she always runs up to, like, the next day, she runs up. She's like, oh, my God, did you watch that? I'm like, I'm not the Kentucky fan. I'm the Duke fan. <laughs> all right? Relax. <laughs> hey, but, look, man. I, all I got to say is, is is for Duke fans and Kentucky fans, UNC's lost three in a row, so we're all happy. Nice. I'll take that yeah. as a win any day. Yes. Ain't that the damn truth? Absolutely. <laughs> but nah, man, they, they've been down, to, they were down 17 to West Virginia, 14 to, I think, Vanderbilt, and came back to win both games. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a glimmer of hope. Um, also, our, VC, our hometown VCU Rams have started to turn the corner a little bit, so we'll, we'll see what happens tomorrow night against Rhode Island, but you know, little uh, college hoops teaser. You know, after the Super Bowl, we'll start hitting college hoops pretty hard. Yeah, I'd say. But uh, I'd say. You know, first things first. First things first, man. Let's crank the Super Bowl <laughs> up, buddy. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I think, Lindy, I think I know what you get to come into, man. I, I know there's always good stories with 
uh, Navy days, you and Shannon and drinking. So they may not <laughs> make sure. it to the they may not make it onto the podcast, and that's okay. But it is a hoot to hear about that. It is a hoot. <laughs> so it, it, uh, thanks for carving out some time to hang out with us tonight. Uh, a little pre Super Bowl fun. I appreciate that. Uh, how's life up in uh, you know the Northeast, bro? Cold. Cold. <laughs> <laughs> enlightening you know what i think my favorite one of my favorite lines of the week oh my god i hope i can find it real quick oh yeah here it is one of my favorite lines i'm surprised you didn't quote him just now uh was gronk talking about the the essentially given the weather report it's freezy freezy out here in minneapolis yeah freezy freezy buddy <laughs> uh everyone was a little worried he was still in the concussion protocol when he put that one out yeah <laughs> minneapolis minneapolis yeah, exactly. He looked pretty happy in that video. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Maybe he was having a salute o'clock of his own. I think <laughs> entirely possible. That's okay. But no, it's good It's it's good to see your face, man. Thanks for popping on. And, you know, hopefully we can have a little fun over the course of the evening. And I have no idea who you're picking in the Super Bowl. I really don't. No. No. no I'm going to play it close to the vest. The <laughs> I figured. It shock you. Yeah, I figured as much. Figured as much, man. Uh, all right, Randy. You know we we uh, we went to a show this week, a uh, nice little metal show at the National. We had a good time. It was Havoc, Kill Switch Engage, and Anthrax. And um, I think you know I, I think I enjoyed the Kill Switch Engage set the most. But it cracked me up. Havoc, and they're out of Denver, um, and I wasn't familiar with a lot of the material. And I tried so hard to find this, and I just couldn't. But I found something that is a reasonable approximation. So you get to come into one of my favorite parts of the evening, <laughs> which was <laughs> the heavy metal ABCs. <laughs> That's right, man. You ready? Nice. Wow, this sounds very familiar. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> would, would that happen to be a psycho stick that you found? I don't know who that is. It, it just says metal ABC that's, song. That's what, oh no, yeah, you're right. Actually, it, like. it is psycho stick. It is psycho stick. Good call. It was in. It was in the description in the video, but not the title. Thanks, YouTube. <laughs> mm. Thanks, guys. Thanks, y'all. Appreciate that. that. Definitely was a fun show. But dude, I got to give props to that one dude. That one old dude that was there, just rocking out with everybody. That was. <laughs> That was amazing. Grandpa had his five-hour energy, buddy. Hell yeah, he did. <laughs> for sure, man. <laughs> oh, they were probably pouring those drinks strong for Gramps, man. It's kind of like, uh, for anybody that, you know, if you think of, like, Ozzy Osbourne, and you think of, like, the TV show, and he's all like, <laughs> and then if you were fortunate enough to see, you know, him perform with Black Sabbath, um, whether it was their final tour or whatever, and I saw him at OzFest a couple of times, and I was always amazed at how lucid, like the dude was on stage. I'm like, how are you like that on TV? But on the stage, you're just like, what up? You could understand them. <laughs> it was, and he was running around. I'm like, what are they pumping this dude up with for him to be around, running around, acting the fool on stage and looking totally normal? Or actually, Some damn good drugs. Yeah, maybe. That or what is he pumping himself up with when he's at home to be that out? I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. Hmm. That's the way that it is. Anywho, maybe we'll maybe we'll revisit that uh, ABC song along the way. Maybe, maybe. And I guess 
you slept. You just have to go wake him up now, won't you? Hey. Hey, Whitfield. <laughs> Whitfield. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, where you at? <laughs> What's up? Him. Anyway, what's going on, bro? How are you, oh, man? Dick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, as long as long as nobody brings out the limp, and look, as long as somebody brings out the limp, we're okay. <laughs> Sports Brew PSA, do your man kegels. Life's good. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, I mean, how you doing tonight, Mr. Marcellus Wallace? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Does he look like a bitch? <laughs> oh man, I need to rewatch that movie at some point. Oh, I really do. Oh, that was fun. I'm glad I dropped that on you. That was good. That was good. I enjoyed that. That so, was. I was not expecting that one. That was good. <laughs> That's what makes it kind of fun. You know what else? What I I wasn't expecting like random Super Bowl news and notes and bits and baubles this week was that story from Vaughn Miller, and it really really cracked me up. And anyway, what did he get? Like, find fifteen grand this season for farting. I was like, oh my god, dude! It, it was five hundred dollars a fart in team meetings. That dude paid fifteen grand in fart fines. I don't know what would happen if we instituted that policy on the sports brew, dude. We'd be poor. <laughs> the com- the, com- sure the commissioner, would commissioner would be rich. Yes. Yeah, Mark would be in debt to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> safe bet. Uh, yeah, safe bet. Safe bet. All right. Well, let's take, uh, take, the, take the over. Take the take the <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah. Well, definitely take the over. Unless unless you want the Dutch oven, don't take the under, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> just saying. Stay, stay away from the under. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stay away from from the under. Well, as always, clearly we have plenty of stupidity here in the sports brew, just for fun and shits and giggles, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, why not? So, all right, well, let's shift gears. Let's get on point a little bit. We got a couple things to uh, dig into and, and talk about. But I, I think since Lindy is here, we might as well do a little salute clock just for good measure. Uh, out of the gate, man, why not? Because we're going to try to be efficient tonight. Wink, wink. We'll see how that goes. We, this will not be a five-hour megacast, but uh, I'm sure we'll do some damage along the way. So uh, I am I am kicking it with a Goose Island IPA, the little Goose IPA. Pretty good. I'm a fan of that. Uh, indeed, as it says in the bottle, a bold hop finish. Rather tasty. But I also broke out, uh, rolling up to this Super Bowl, dude. I also broke out the Ronsacapa on ice, man. It was time. Mm. Man, that is good. Shannon, what you got, brother? I'm actually also rolling with the Goose Island beer, hey. um, ironically. Uh, our old buddy uh, Todd Tooting gave me a Jillian which is a Belgian-style farmhouse ale. All right. It is outstanding. 8.8%. You're going to sleep well tonight. I am. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Mark, what you got, bro? Currently, I'm rocking a uh, Northern Lights uh, Star Hill. uh, Good old Star Hill IPA. Yeah. Delicious. Uh, but your your Ron Zacapa and uh, possibly if I have to listen to much you know Patriots love might inspire me to go hit the liquor. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> you know you never know. <laughs> oh, I totally understand, man. I totally understand. Actually, on some level, 
you still have to be happy. I mean, you just do because no matter what happens, no matter over the you know, the course of this Patriot dynasty, you still have those two in the middle that you pilfered. Or as they said on what, uh, uh, and obviously the you know the whole thirty for thirty with Belichick uh, and Parcells, you know, debuted tonight. And I'm sure if you haven't DVR'd it, we're all going to stream it. I mean, I think we all got to watch that. Uh, Linda, you were saying there was a line in there, right? With uh, and I think you cheated and accidentally saw, saw it on Twitter, but it was yeah. Belichick. Yeah. How did that line go? It, it, it's the two Bills walking through the Giants facility, and uh, you know they have their display case with the four trophies, and Belichick pointed to the two newest ones and said, "Those, those two are the ones we gave them." Ain't <laughs> <laughs> that the damn truth? Mm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> there you go. There's there's old Failhorn chiming in, man. <laughs> oh, so it, you still have you always have that. No matter what happens with Tom Brady, even if he if he plays another four years and gets another you know one two or whatever along the way, you still have that. You still have that. I just, I, I just don't want to see that little pissy and get another one. That's just. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, nice. I like the pull. Thank you. <laughs> I have a fun prop bet for you later, D. We we do need to talk about the prop bets. We do need to talk about the prop bets for sure. All right. Uh, who do we miss with drinks? Oh, Lindy, what you got, Randy. man? Or oh, Randy. Lindy, go ahead. <laughs> One of you. Sorry. All right, I'm rocking a Purple Monkey dishwasher from Evil Genius Beer Company. Whoa. It is a chocolate peanut butter porter. Where is that from? Uh, oddly enough, Scranton, Pennsylvania. I will not let the hatred of the team in the Super Bowl stop me from drinking a good beer. There you go. <laughs> Did, That's very nice. Let's crossing crossing the borders and being bipartisan. I can appreciate that. Did For you, beer, you know, all, all bets are off. That's yeah. true. <laughs> we, can, we can agree on that. Did y'all see that that random dude that was wearing? I think he was wearing a Gronk jersey, and he was in front of. Uh, I want to say it was Gus's, and he he Gronk spiked a Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone Damn. was like, "Jokes on him! He already paid for it." Yeah, it's still kind of funny. Just random, <laughs> random. And by the way, kudos Phila- city of Philadelphia for uh, figuring out that Crisco was not enough to keep those uh, people off the polls. <laughs> um, so they're they're. they're <clears throat> hey, look! It's always important when the city lubes up the polls, man. Uh, whether it's for taxation or celebration, either way, <laughs> lube up those polls, gentlemen. But they're mixing in gear oil this time. I don't. I have no idea how much gear oil they had to buy or had they have in stock. I have no idea, man. But they did they're... you see that uh, Pornhub offered up lube? <laughs> <laughs> Pornhub actually tweeted at the city of Philadelphia and offered up a gallon, a fifty-five gallon drum of lube. <laughs> well, you know, at, after they lose, at, there you go. I was, I was just saying. <laughs> look. Maybe. You've seen you, you've seen Damn. all the jokes like after the Jags game in particular. I think it ramped up, but you saw all the jokes about you know uh, the other member of the Patriots, and they would show the refs. So it's like if that happens to manifest its way, and people are making that joke again, we know why they need the loop from Pornhub. We also understand why the views on Pornhub are probably going to spike sometime in Philadelphia if the game goes that way. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, good times, man. Good times, Matt. What you got, dude? Wow, that's informative. <laughs> that's one way to do it, Randy. What? Gallon of milk. <laughs> Randy, what you got, brother? Uh, something new, something different called Delirium Tremens. It's from I think oh. it's a Hoig Brewery. 
the brewery's been around since the 1600s, 1654 is when they first were. Good gracious. Yeah. So it's a nice, strong Belgian ale. All right. That sounds pretty good. Well, I hope you enjoy that. Well, look, obviously we, we're going to get to pigs and we're going to get to some other stuff. You know what? Hell, let's just let's just roll with the Super Bowl stuff first. Why not? I don't I don't know that we need to lead with Alex Smith, and uh, I don't know what what uh, Lindy's time frame is. So let's go ahead and do the Super Bowl stuff first, just for ish and giggles. Um, we talked a lot the other week or last episode about it. Obviously, we made some picks, but we're holding out because clearly Mark has to make his pick, and I have no idea which direction he's going to go. Not at all. <laughs> that being said, a couple of things out of curiosity, Mark. There's been a lot of movement with the line. Do you remember where it's, did it start at six and a half? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, that sounds yeah. right. And it's down to about what, four and a half now? Four and a half most places, yeah. yeah. All right. So a lot of movement on this game. And uh, we'll see We'll see how much movement there is now that you know Gronk's been cleared to play. Uh, not that there was any huge doubt. I mean, I, I, you know, come on, y'all. Um, that he was going to play. Uh, but I'm certainly curious about that. Oh, by the way, Mark, as better X... I really think that you should, uh, you know, kick in a little bit more with the fun fundage here. <laughs> you should be sending beers to all of us, man. Come on, Better X, laying down those millions of dollars on the Astros and those millions of dollars on the Eagles. Come on, bro. <laughs> but I do want to talk about the lines and then certainly the prop bets. Have you have you been looking at any of the prop bets on the game? A little bit. A little bit. What's the, uh, what's like, I don't know, maybe your favorite prop bet that you've seen so far? Um... You know, I, I think that the, the, what's fun with the, with the Olympics, there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, interesting Olympic combination. Like mm-hmm. I like some of those dual ones. I, you know, I thought you had some queued up. I, I honestly, you know, again, this, this I got a couple. I have a couple. I have a, but these are kind of like the you know, it's like first team to score, MVP pick, things of that sort. So it's a little bit more straight up. It's not so much rolled in with. Um, it's not so much rolled in with like the Olympics. You know what is rolled in with the Olympics though? <laughs> not the Nutella riots in France. By the way, how on earth are y'all setting up riots in France over Nutella, y'all? Come on, ridiculous. But what? Come what, on, man. Come on, man. And why are you rioting over Nutella? I mean, for real. Um, but one thing that is as rolled in with the Olympics, and this—I don't know if it was a prop bet, <laughs> but apparently you should take the over, gentlemen. I saw this article in Gizmodo. It said 2018's Winter Olympics will have more condoms than ever, but that doesn't mean athletes are boning. They have delivered 110,000 condoms. <laughs> 80,000 80, for the Olympic Village alone. That works out to 27.4 condoms per athlete or an average of 1.7. That's what she says a day. <laughs> I am. The, the other 30,000 are going to go to media areas and stadium bathrooms. So I don't know if somebody's going to be strapping up yelling fake news. I'm not sure. But we'll we'll see. That's a hell of a lot of stuff. Anyway, so kudos, Winter Olympic uh, athletes, get your love on. But I, I, I haven't really seen the Olympic ones. I haven't really seen the Olympic ones. So if you want to talk about the actual line, the the, the you know m- money line and the other stuff, the lines, uh, we can certainly t- chit chat about that for just a moment. Again, I, I yeah, just well, find okay. it fascinating since there's been so much movement on it uh, for people that aren't terribly familiar with. How, what that means and how that works. What's your interpretation of where it started, how it's moved, and where you think it's going to go leading up to the game? Well, I, I think uh, you know, I think Lindy certainly you know referenced it properly that you know Gronk's health was you know uh, genuinely a, a significant factor, and yeah, but I, I I think it I don't think it's going to go past five. I think it it, it may go back up to five. 
most places, and I, I think it'll rest there. And that's that's always it's kind of a strange number for yeah. a game, but I think I think there's you know plenty of reason why it makes sense here. Um, you know, uh, Pee Wee Brady and and the rest of the team are you know have 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 you know pedigree and and have the history, but uh, you know, um, yeah, I, it's. <laughs> I, as as I stated, you know, before, I so very wish we could see Wentz in this game because I think that would right. make for a very intriguing game. Not that this isn't, and and, and not that not that Foles is a, as a scrub. He's, he's certainly stepped up well in the last few weeks, but uh, I would just much more enjoy watching Wentz, you know, destroy this team. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, well, I, he I can in Madden. Five, 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 he can in Madden. Like every Redskins fan, you know, pipe dream. You can win a championship in a video game. <laughs> At least you've got that. <laughs> we already have. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, rando, rando fun factoid side note talking about Wentz and Foles. And, you know, the, the end of the regular season was a little <clears> bit choppy <throat> for Foles to be, you know, I mean, it, it just was. Uh, but uh, I saw this on Daily Snark, and I think they actually pulled it from ESPN's coverage. But. They were talking about Foles and Wentz, and they were comparing their career records so far. And Foles is 19 and 11, Wentz 18 and 11. They both have a 62% completion percentage. Foles is 52 to 18 touchdowns picks. Wentz is 49 to 21. And of course, ESPN has to throw in QBR, which I don't give a crap about. So I'm not even going to mention the stat. But I'm like, come on, man. That, that, that's kind of an unfair stat because realistically, Wentz is an ascending player. And Foles has been inconsistent, and he had he had one absolutely incredible year, one absolutely yeah. incredible year under yep. under Chip Kelly, and then he's kind of been inconsistent since then. We so, could throw in the BSE just for fun. <laughs> where where do you think he is on the BSE meter? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he hasn't been uh, B, he hasn't been BSE in the playoffs. Look here, you go. Look after replacing Wentz in Week 14, he threw for 237 yards and four touchdowns in his first full outing, a 34 to 29 win over. Your New York football giants there, D-Stat. But uh, I want to throw that out because the Giants sucked at the end of the year. So their defense was crap. So I don't know that that really means a lot. So then against the Raiders, and this is from an article in SI, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to factor this as like legit, right? <laughs> so he completed about half his passes for 163 yards and a 19-10 defeat. Eh, okay. And then he had a, a, a crap half and got rested in a 6-0 loss to the Cowboys. Four of 11, 39 yards, and one pick. You know what I mean? So, like, the, the end of the year was ugly. And I, mo- most everybody was fairly well justified in thinking, I, look, the Eagles are good, man. I know, th- I know they got good lines, they got good players, blah, blah, blah. But y'all, no wins, man, forget it. But you look at what he's done. You know, they beat the Falcons in the divisional. He was 23 of 30 for 246. And... You know, and, and certainly they beat the brakes off of Minnesota. That, that seemed to be like a perfect storm. But the thing is, when you look at the scouting report on Foles, and this is just pulled straight from this SI thing, man, they talk about his arm strength, it's good at the intermediate levels, if he's got a clean pocket, you know, keep him from stepping up. He's mobile enough, but, you know, you're not going to feature him on bootlegs and rollouts. He can get out of trouble a little bit. His deep ball loses energy toward the ends of it, end of its journey. He's risk-averse. He's methodical, you know, long wind-up, slow release, and if uncomfortable, stay on bad reads. So it's not like you're looking at this and this is glowing, fantastic scouting report, right? And part of that, you definitely have to give credit to Peterson. You have to give credit to certainly Foles. I mean, he's stepped it up in the playoffs. 
you know, we talk about regular season football and playoff football situational situational football. And Foles has, I mean, the team has, and Foles has. They've all stepped up. You know, so you have to give them credit for that. You have to recognize that. But I love this line. I love this line that they had. And they're talking about, certainly, the Patriots game planning for Foles. <laughs> for, for one crucial game, at least, Foles was a dominant, almost... Uh, <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> I felt I was gonna. I felt like I had to sneeze for a second there. I thought I was gonna like blow snot all over this magazine. That would have been pretty gross. <laughs> so, <laughs> for one crucial game at least, he you know he did. Foles was a dominant, almost antithetical version of himself on Sunday, like a sloth outracing a chimp up a tree. <laughs> Which means <laughs> Belichick must now decide how much does he game plan for the Foles he's seen most often, and how much for the Foles he's seen most recently. You know what I mean? And that, and that, and that's a big thing. Uh, and that was true when dealing with Blake Bortles, who had, for the most part, a decent game, but at the end of the game, they weren't scared of that guy. They weren't worried about, they weren't worried about Blake Bortles leading the Jacksonville Jaguars down the field <laughs> and taking it away. I mean, they iced it with the first down anyway. It didn't matter, but they were perfectly willing to make them burn timeouts and put the ball back in his hands if they didn't get the first and see what they could do. They were perfectly willing to do that. So I'm kind of curious how this goes. Again, I, I think you can give the Eagles credit. I think you can give Foles some credit for what they've done, but it's hard to it's hard to imagine their offense is going to be that effective and that efficient, and Foles is going to play that well. Again, is it possible? Of course, it's possible. And if they do that, they're going to stand a hell of a shot to win this thing. But it's hard to believe that he's going to do that. And I said last week I didn't I didn't I don't think the Patriots will have defensive breakdowns where Alshon Jeffrey is wide open running down the damn field. You know, I, yeah. I just he's going to yeah. have to fit the ball in the t- in the tighter windows. And Uh-oh. I, and I th- hey. <laughs> hey. And I feel fairly confident. I feel fairly confident that they're not going to get exploited as much by the run pass option as Minnesota did. I would be shocked if they're not ready for that. I would be shocked. That doesn't mean it can happen. That doesn't mean it won't happen. But I would be shocked. Lindy, I'm kind of curious in this particular spot. And uh, Shannon, I was trying to get to the soundbite. Where's my damn soundbite, man? (laughs) 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 Well, you can blame blame soundboard.com for that one. All right, you can blame soundboard.com for that. But you know you what? You said balls. You get it twice. Thank how about, how about thank that? You. Thank you. Right? Two chips at the same time, man. There you go. There you go. All right. There it is. But you know, looking at that, uh, yeah, we we did talk a little bit about that uh, earlier, Lenny. But it, uh, certainly, what's, what's kind of your feel or your interpretation of, yeah, of I, that Yeah, I told deal? you I had I'd read something on it earlier today. I did find that it's a... Uh, 538 the espn guys they do all mm-hmm. the stats they, they usually come up with some good stuff uh, and you and i were talking about Foles regressing back to the knee and <laughs> that came out of nowhere going all leroy jenkins this week <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um apparently since 2001 YouTube wants to play everything all of a sudden. Sorry, man. Sorry, man. Since 2001, there have been seven player, seven QBs that had a higher rating than Fol- what Foles just put up last yeah. week. 
in the following game, they went three and four with an average passer rating of eighty-two point six. So, I mean, the significant drop-off was typical. Well, the the, the he put up a one forty-one point four. There were seven players who did better than that mm-hmm. since two thousand one. The following week, they fell off what fifty-two points. Yeah, mm. huge drop. Yeah. Huge drop. Yeah, exactly. Huge so, drop. I mean, it's not necessarily saying that that's going to happen to Foles, right? But it's it's something worth looking at. Yeah, and you know, again, that 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 line talking about are you you know do you prepare more for the Foles that has been or the guy that's had this run in the playoffs? And I joked around last week about. You know, if he goes Flacco all the way through and just lights it up all the way through the playoffs, we'll give him the Foles rainbow. We'll, we'll update the Flacco <laughs> rainbow for for Foles because he'll have Someone earned. overpay. Yeah, he'll have earned that. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I'm just hard pressed. I mean, Minnesota looked overwhelmed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and I know they, they moved. I know they moved the ball early, and they had a couple of plays go against them. I didn't like how some things played out. I did. Ex- excuse me. Expect that to be. Ooh, there you go. Little Goose IPA talking back to me. I did expect that to be a better game. Didn't happen. But, you know, Philly just looked like they, you know, they, they out-physicaled them. They out-hustled them. They, they out-game-planned them. I mean, the, the crowd was into it. And once it turned and it started rolling the Eagles' way, man, I, I just got away from Minnesota in a hurry. And they just couldn't convert when it mattered, right? Again, it's a, it's a, credit, it's a credit to Philadelphia. I don't think New England – is gonna is gonna be overwhelmed in the moment and in that capacity the way that Minnesota was. It doesn't mean it can't happen. I mean Philadelphia is legitimately good, and those lines are strong. Fletcher Cox is a beast. All right, and you have this this great little random side note with uh, Chris Long and and Legarrette Blunt. I mean, it's so odd to think that here they are winning the Super Bowl with them last year and and then they're playing them in a the Super Bowl. It's I mean, I don't know how often that happens. That that's got to be such an, an an anomaly. Only once ever before. Yeah. I mean, what 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 a crazy thing. But again, like is it <laughs> is it do you prepare for the foals that has been or do you prepare for the foals that you know, he's shown himself to be in the playoffs and it I think they're going to be ready for it, whatever whatever it is. So again, I'll flip it back to you um, as far as for your interpretation, you know, of that. I'm kind of curious. I mean, as far as not getting lost in the moment, the Patriots, their roster up and down. You know, three of the last four years they've been there. So almost everybody on that roster has at least a little bit of experience in, oh. in the situation. Yeah, they won't have an the issue spotlight. with that. Yeah, yeah they're, they're not going to have that, that problem. Mm-mm. But as far as you know. Planning for foals, Belichick, they look at everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, every bit of tape they can dissect. And, you know, I don't know if you guys watched uh, the Do Your Job specials and all that. Oh, yeah. That, that guy, Ernie Adams, mm-hmm. he he does all the off-the-wall research. Was he that that older you, guy? Was that the older guy? He can guy? tell you. Yeah, the old guy yeah. with the, the sprite, pink stripe t-shirt or pink stripe Shirt. He looked like he looked like he did the motion capture for the the character that was an up like the old yep. dude. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he he researches everything. He can tell you you know on a deep pass to the left that this mm-hmm. ref is more inclined to call pass interference on mm-hmm. the defense. And, you Jeez. know, and it's they were joking that that's probably what caused that Cooks interception uh, pass interference call in the Jacksonville game. Mm-hmm. It was something that. They read, and it wasn't necessarily a coverage that Brady saw. Right. It also could have been that 
you know, the guy he had on him, he knew the ref was going to throw a flag. Or That's at least amazing. there were, there was a probability. Yeah, it was, they, it was, yeah they researched yeah. everything. They and, are insane with that stuff. And see, that's one of those layers of it where it we we focus so much on the on the actual the completed plays, but and, and I wish I had I wish I could remember who was talking about it, but they were saying that Brady. One of the things that's really interesting about him and about this offense is sometimes they do plays. And if if the play itself works out great, but sometimes what they're doing is they're pressing a ref or they're pressing a player, they're pressing a situation where it goes to certain tendencies and that they're really great at, you know, setting up moments like that. And I know some people get pissed <laughs> off about the refs and some people bitched uh, about the Cooks penalty, but it was right in front of the ref. You know it what was, I mean? I mean mm-hmm. You can complain about it, but I mean, one of the, 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 rules of pass interference is you can't impede the route of the receiver Mm -hmm. and whether you had your hands on him or you know you bumped him you impeded his route and forced him out of bounds and that's if it's right in front of the ref like that that's going to be pi yeah but but that it feels like they that wasn't just any old play hoping for a completion it was like well it's a great chance to get a completion or it's a it's a spot where if there's pi that's a good situation to get it called in, at least for them. You know, it feels like that. It yeah. felt like that. And I mean, hey, that offense worked for the Ravens for years. Throw yeah. a deep, get a PI flag. Woo! <laughs> I, you know, my heart is breaking that the Ravens struggled so mightily this year. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, somebody's got a noisy fan, man. Um, <laughs> Mark, did you have a moment to look at some other prop bets? Uh, I, I, I got you're listening to this. I know. I got. Uh, I, I I got a couple other ones for you. I got a couple other ones for you. All I'll right. let you go first. All right. So Justin Timberlake's first song during the halftime performance. Yeah, that's one. You want to throw one down on that? Oh. Um, hmm. Does he go old school or does he do like current? I think I, I think he goes old school. I think okay. something like like a sexy back. You know, that would that would get a lot of people jumping in. Yeah, I'll Se- go with that. Sexy back is plus four fifty. Okay. All right. Uh, I like this one. Will Janet Jackson appear during the halftime show? I mean, you know that's going to come up at least in conversation. Uh, also, will any member of NSYNC make a halftime show appearance? He he said that's not happening, so that's a stupid one. But well, you know, I know people. Could see that. It's not happening. Would a flashback count? <laughs> Emphasis on flash. Uh, how long will Pink take to sing the anthem? Of course, will Pink be airborne? How many times will Carson Wentz be mentioned? Yeah, what what color? You know, I would hope it would be pink since she's pink in the Super Bowl. I think that would be great. Yeah, they got all all kinds of random stuff. You know, total Donald Trump tweets in Super Bowl Sunday. I like this one though. Will Tom Brady's jersey be stolen again? I like that one. (laughs) Yeah. So a couple of randos. Did you have a favorite one? Um. Well, I I think. uh, (laughs) I I guess. I guess uh, as stupid as I think it is. Uh, how many Trump tweets will happen during the game? Mm-hmm. Over under five. Ooh. I don't know. I might take seems the, like a high, seems like a high number to me. I might, I might, I might take the under on that one. Yeah, I'm gonna say like three, yeah. 
But you know, he, he could you know go nuts and be twenty. I mean, it, it could. That, that you know, I mean, never know. Any bet? On how many diet cokes he gets into? Him. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. any, any any bets on on the amount of tweeting Trump does? That's a dangerous bet, man. It, it is. It's a very uh, dangerous tweet. Side note: uh, This was on for the win. They said Americans will bet an estimated four point seven six billion dollars on the Ooh. Super Bowl. It's like woo. That is a lot, and only about only about three percent, or one hundred thirty-eight million dollars, according to the AGA, will be wagered legally using sports books in Nevada. Mm. So that's a lot of dough, man. That's a lot of dough. So, all right, go ahead. I was just saying, an interesting one to, to, to me. Just just looking at random ones uh, on on Nevada is uh, total touch total touchdown passes mm-hmm. by Foles. Versus total blocks by Joel Embiid. Just an interesting cross okay. board. Okay, like yeah, it. yeah. The cross board right. ones are fun, and that one, right. eh, that'd be an interesting one. Embiid, Embiid can get some blocks. Yeah. I mean, see if he gets up to, you know, three or four, I mean, that's, you know, putting himself in good contention, but, yeah. So I do like, this is not a prop bet per se, but as our resident Giants fan, and I joked around the other week that my inner Redskin fan says I want the Eagles Super Bowl case <laughs> to stay empty. Because I think it's so great <laughs> that sure. Cowboys have rings, Redskins have rings, Giants have rings, and I think it's really great that the Eagles just have a fat, just a fat bagel in there. But I like this article in For the Win, and they say backing backing the Patriots means you dislike the Eagles fans so much that you're willing to support Brady and Belichick, the tandem that the Giants took down twice, and the duo that Jets fans are dying to see retire <laughs> in order to stick it to Philly. Uh, and they're talking about if you're a New Yorker, that this has to be the worst matchup ever, right? That's the whole point of the article. And yeah. you know, rooting for the Eagles means you got to get behind a fan base that beats up horses. No, I'm just kidding about that part. That's not in the article. Um, <laughs> but it, the, <laughs> no, you're right. I'm not. Uh, that, Horse beaters. <laughs> yeah, that likes greasy poles. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Mm. And. That, <laughs> Hey, lubed up holes, buddy. Lubed up holes. Uh, that will no doubt, and so rooting for the Eagles means getting behind a fan base that will no doubt remind New Yorkers that there's a second franchise that took down uh, a Patriots dynasty. And it means, you know, obviously putting aside certain Eagles rooting, you know, rivalry interests in that. Uh, and certainly the idea of the big brother, little brother thing, which they reference here, uh, where New York, New York City is the big brother and Philadelphia is just like the little brother and they hold it over their head. So, Mark. Who should who should New Yorkers root for? I know who you I know who you're rooting for. Sure, right? but who oh, should New Yorkers no, I, root for? What? <laughs> and actually, I'll I'll ask everybody this question. Oh, of course, I, I would be very curious to do like a, a, a in depth you know poll polling of New York because again, I mean, I, I fully concede I'm not I'm not a native New Yorker. I love New York. My sole right. reason, which you know, uh, long time listeners, you know. Uh, you know my bio and, and enjoy Dstat the most. Um, you know would know that uh, it's 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 solely based on you know rivalry with my older brother. That you know I didn't want to be a Redskins fan, so uh, I I know the most direct corollary would have been the Cowboys, but he really wants to be a Cowboys fan, so not me. Uh, yeah, and 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 my my Giants and and to me fandom is all about loyalty. I've been a Giants fan you know all my life, so I mean that, that's what's most important. But anyway, not a native New Yorker, so. Um, I, I can't quite say I have that connection, but I really do. I just, <clears throat> much as yes, of course, any Giants fan, as you've stated, will, will forever get to, to love that no matter how bad it gets, we, we, we have the two rings against them, and that's phenomenal. It is. Um, 
and, and and so maybe you know maybe we shouldn't still hate them so much, or maybe we shouldn't still be so bitter. But it, we just are. I just I just hate them. I don't. I I I respect them, but I hate them. So I pretty firmly feel like you know, <laughs> no matter what, the the, the the tiniest the tiniest parts. <laughs> you know, it's 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 again, it's disgusting. It sucks either way. But just the tiniest part of you can say, ah, it's it's NFC loyalty. It's NFC East loyalty, you know, even slightly deeper. Um, and again, I, I like Wentz, even though he's not playing. I, I, right. I do. I really, really like Wentz and respect Wentz. Um, and for me, again, I, I get the you know, minor little connection of you know, I went to school for the year with with Chris Long. So all the reasons Woo! for me add up, add up to, 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 to Eagles. Uh, again, not saying I'll enjoy it whatsoever, but but the Eagles. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I can't make an argument for, for rooting for the Patriots for the rest of New York. So, you, so no I, matter what happens, you're going to need a nice long hot bath yeah. and, a, and a big beer. <laughs> I mean, there's, yeah. there's, there's no way. Mainly alcohol. I mean, we, we discussed this. We know this. There's no way around, but, but you will be able to shake off this Super Bowl, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it is possible. Yes. I dreamed a dream. It never happened. But. <laughs> stuck, stuck, stuck with it. See, this whole entire conversation, this is what I heard. Tom Brady's a douchebag, but I respect him. Little Belichick's an asshole, but he's a good coach. It's like he, he came pretty close there a couple times. Yeah, yeah exactly. I well, would Belichick, have died. I think, I think Belichick's a horrible person, but I think he's hilarious. I mean, he's I... an amazing coach. I, 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 I do kind of believe some of the onion you know the onion may know stuff that we don't know about stuff that they like you know he bays with bro bays in the blood of you know street whores and things like that i, I don't know he's i, I don't know I, bro he's, he's got he's got some some people with him, but all i know is look if and I know, they had so much fun speculating with all the stuff with belichick and brady and you know craft and in-house stuff and people ran rampant with rumors and shenanigans right all I know is that if, for whatever reason, Belichick had left New England and rolled up to the New York Football Giants, your ass's tune would have changed, bro. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. A savior. Yep. <laughs> There's no way you would have hated on him as much if he had taken that bad boy over. There's no way. Unless he brought Tom Brady with him, then you may have. Had, then you maybe you know maybe you would have been bitchy about that. But I mean. How can you hate a man that much that that was your defensive coordinator for your two Super Bowls in the eighties that well, you won? See, it, here's the thing: it 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 all t- it's the Parcells tree. I mean, you have yeah. Coughlin, you have Belichick, you have Parcells, and all those guys are so intertwined. And I do think it's funny, you know, you think of the teams that gave the Patriots the hardest time, and it's somebody that is part of that of, that is part of the Parcells family. They're, I mean. You know, on some level, you go, well, it makes makes sense. You know what I mean? If anybody was going to be able to do it, it's a team. And, yes, from a, a purely football standpoint, the Giants had a front four that could do things that a lot of teams can't. Mm-hmm. And that made a huge difference in those Super Bowls. But, you know, the challenge for Philadelphia, and this was a challenge for anybody dealing with them in the playoffs, is, you know, you have to try to out-coach them. You have to try to out-work them. You have to try to out-hustle them. You have to try to out-smart them. And on some level, you got to get a lucky bounce. You have to try to outluck them. You need something to bounce your way, right? And the Giants got that. They had, yeah, they had that front four. Absolutely. They also had, you know, the Tyree catch and the Manningham stuff. I mean, you know, those. It, it's not like anybody blew anybody out. I mean, those games were crazy dramatic. 
I I remember having to stand outside at Jerry's house because when I went outside, the Giants played better, and when I came in, the Patriots played better. So I did my friend I did my friend a solid, and I I didn't even see that freaking Super Bowl because he's a giant. He's a big Giants fan. I stood outside the whole. It felt like the whole damn time. For one, I forget which one it was. Um, it was, it was, it was the, the second first, one. No, it was the first one because I was there with, for the second one, and, mm-hmm. and we were all watching. Uh, oh, I remember series. that. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was it was the first one because I, I um, gosh, did I know y'all? The, the, the Tyree the catch. <laughs> God, I don't even think we'd met yet, Justin. Yeah. I was. Oh wait, February oh eight. No, nah, Shannon, you and I knew each other. Oh no, we did. Q ninety four oh six. That's oh six, bro. The, uh, Colts one. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. My, my my favorite quick memory from the first one, uh, which you know, of course is, I mean, I'll, I'll say hands down, my, my favorite sports memory ever. Uh, but I watched it at my parents' house with uh, my brother and my parents, and um, one of my aunts and her boyfriend were there. And the boyfriend didn't know sports, and I mean that's fine. I'm not gonna hate him for that, but he was he was trying to bond with us. And I mean, I'm saying like, I think it was mid fourth quarter, so I mean yeah. it was super intense moment. Like, you know, all of a sudden he was just like, "Hey, you guys, want to go out back and toss toss the pigskin around?" <laughs> Like, no, no, dude. Oh, I appreciate I appreciate you trying to connect with us, but no, no. That was a Sam Jackson moment if I've ever heard one. Get the yeah. f out of my face with that Shut stuff, the man. Fuck up. There you Get go. Get the fuck out of my face yeah. with that shit. I don't remember right. asking you a goddamn thing. That's right. That's uh, that. Yes, these that. If you had said those things, you are justified, my friend. What mm. does Marcellus Wallace look like? Pretty 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 bad fail, but um, I was gonna say this real quick, and I mean, y'all are all welcome to disagree with me one too, but um, still talking on the you know Brady and Belichick front, I I absolutely agree that 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 Brady Brady would succeed just about anywhere because we all know. I mean, again, Brady can be given you know any kind of receiver, and he just makes them better. I mean, and 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 that's that's where I have to respect him on the field. but I don't believe Belichick succeeds anywhere he goes. I I, I don't. And and y'all y'all are welcome to disagree. But I'm I'm saying that I don't think that Belichick could just you know become the head coach of of, of any team and be successful. I, I just that that's my. Mm. Well, one thing that he has, and one this is very real. This is a very very real thing at this point in his tenure. Maybe you could have made that argument, you know, kind of Cleveland Browns esque days. But one of the things that Parcells had, one of the things that Coughlin had, one of the things that Belichick has is the credibility and a certain degree of buy-in. And, you know, every once in a while you can read some stuff and players might say, you know what, I I don't always like certain things. You know, I'd like to – I mean, think about some of the players that show up one week and then disappear for a month, (laughs) you know, with the Patriots. And a lot of those people eat that because of the success and, you know, what that team has done, what Belichick has done. Yeah, we – that Brady and Belichick are intertwined. You can't separate them. It's impossible. So it's 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 kind of hard to say. You know what would their careers have been like without each other? Is it fair? It's just reality. But the thing is, at this point, there <laughs> because of what he's done, he he would have the kind of buy-in that makes people essentially do. I hate to say do their jobs because that's a cheap out, but to go, <laughs> it really is. But that was so three years there, ago. There's an answer right. to that, Justin. But I mean, they, they have credibility. And Parcells, Parcells traveled. I'm not saying he won a you know a Super Bowl everywhere, but that '96 Patriot wasn't that one in '96. Mm-hmm. That I don't I don't remember that team being fantastic, right? That, to me, they overachieved. 
Drew Bledsoe, and Terry Glenn. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm not saying they were a dumpster fire. Clearly they weren't. They dethroned but, the Bills, didn't yeah. they? Uh, we'd have to look back at some stuff on that. But uh, I think they played Jacksonville in the AFC title game that year. I think you're right, yeah. I, I, I remember the, the Bills had gone four straight. And I think the was, Bills run had ended by then. Yeah. But, and I mean, then it was uh, New England against Brett Favre. Yeah. yeah. And I'm so happy that the Packers won that. Uh, by the yeah, way, yeah, yeah. I know what far <laughs> fan man. What do you want me to say, bro? Look, don't bitch. You you got a billion rings in the, the fucking Massachusetts and Boston over the last couple years. No complaints. Tony Eason doesn't have one. Damn it. No complaints from you. No complaints from you. Okay. Right, right. New, new, new ring with 283 diamonds in it, which is kind of hilarious. But That's oh, awesome. dude, dude. Yeah, Arthur Blank's a little salty still. Yeah, Troll yeah. level expert. Yeah, didn't don't, don't like it. It shouldn't have happened. So, hey, but you yeah. know, he hasn't learned his lesson. A couple weeks ago, when they lost to the Eagles, he was also down on the sideline before the game had been decided. Mm-hmm. And what, hap- what can't happened? Do it. Can't do no, it. Can't do it. Can't Stay do it. Stay in your box and get drunk like Robert Kraft does. <laughs> can't Come do down it. hammered. Give no. your little speech. <laughs> is that is that is that is that what Trump said to Stormy? Whatever. Stay in, <laughs> stay in your box. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I think he was trying to say, Can't never, do mind, it. never mind. Stay in her box? Oh, I'm yeah. just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hey! Lamar Ball, stay in your lane. <laughs> stay in your lane, buddy. Yeah, dude. I mean, come on. Arthur Blake, Arthur Blake actually went and said, you know, said to Kraft, you didn't have to do the 28, the three, the 283 diamonds in the ring. It kind of pissed me off, right? Dude, get over it, bro. Get over it, bro. F-O-H. F-O-H. for like $700 million for his new stadium, and he's bitching about a Super Bowl. You know what he ought to be pissed off about is the damn Saints rolling out a high school marching band or whatever that was to stick yeah, 23 on. You want to be salty? Be salty about that, man. <laughs> be salty about the fact y'all pissed away all that time and mismanaged the end of that game and let them back into it. That's on you. Uh-huh. That's on yeah, you. Yeah. You should be yep. salty, but don't be don't hate on the ring. I actually think that's pretty funny cuz quite frankly for that to have happened, I think that's a that's a neat twist to say, you know what? 283 283 diamonds, boom, there it is. Cuz that boom. I mean that's yeah, boom. That's such a that's an insane thing. That's an how many people like were like, "Oh, this Super Bowl's over. See ya." You know. I mean, it's it's it, that's Better it's was. still it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. But look, man, if the Eagles get up on them, they got to keep stomping. They got to yeah, keep. They got to keep stomping and stop. burning up. They got to. You you can't let up, man. You can't give them opportunity, bro. You can't do. You can't do it. Can't do it. So to get back to where you were yeah. going with the Belichick Brady thing, um, yeah. after that first Super Bowl, the the Patriots missed the playoffs the next year, mm-hmm. and I believe it was reported during that all season, Belichick got with Brady and basically just said, you know, if you really want to be serious about this thing. You know, you really need to start dedicating yourself, and I'm I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, but that that's kind of really what started, you know, Brady on this. Okay, I need to get serious about this, and then they went on to win two straight, and of course, with all the success they've had throughout the years. But it was really kind of after that Super Bowl, that off season, where that I think they had they lost like three or four straight at the end of the year. Uh, to not make the they were nine and seven but didn't make the yep. playoffs but it was right after that they they kind of had a uh coming to jesus moment like hey you know if you really want to be great at this you you need to really kind of settle in and, and focus on this and dude it, <laughs> he took it to the extreme yeah. he, he he took it to heart and they have not looked back since I, and 
Listen, I say that as a Peyton Manning fan over the years. I know like, you're a Colts the, fan, buddy. I mean, the Patriots have been a thorn in the side and, and, and possibly the greatest rivalry uh, in the NFL. And, I, I don't know, though. I think if you look at who was on top in that rivalry, I think maybe the Colts were the thorn in the Patriots side. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were more of the roadblock than than we were the roadblock for you. Well, as is, in true Colts ways. look, in true Colts fashion, <laughs> regular season, postseason. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm telling you, dude, that those games and that's we always teased each other when those games would come up. Like mm-hmm. as as much as the dislike is, once those games are over, it, it's gonna suck. Yeah. So it, you know, we enjoyed those games, and obviously, over the years, the Patriots and Colts with Manning and Brady entertained us all. But my gosh, the the, the lasting power of Brady and Belichick is just ridiculous. Oh, of course, of course, it's just ridiculous. Uh, of course. All right, well, uh, I, go ahead, go ahead, Mark. I was just gonna say real quick. I mean, this, this I'll, I'll keep it brief because it's not, you know football related in terms of what what happens on the field but i mean a, another reason that I, I genuinely i'm not just being salty i wouldn't want belichick as a coach is i really do even though it's amusing i have a pretty huge issue with his his, his treatment of the media it's it's hysterical sometimes but i mean at the same time i mean we're you know we're we're, we're a little podcast but i mean let's let's say you know we were you know we were professional uh reporters and you know I, yes, there are some stupid, stupid people out there who ask some stupid questions. Yes, but I, I there isn't another coach. We all you know crack up at pops and how you know in the NBA he, he he gives the you know sideline reporters nothing. But I still feel like post games and 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 things like that. He'll he'll actually answer some questions. I just I think he hates the in game stuff. But Belichick, I, I don't think I've ever seen him be polite or respectful to to any media person. I just I just don't. And and that doesn't mean it, it hasn't happened, but I'm just saying I don't think I've ever seen it. And I've seen him ask some some plenty logical, intelligent questions that is somebody doing their job, and he just gives them not just nothing in response, but 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 gives them shit or, or you know stonewalls them. And I, you know that that bothers me. So, nah. I mean, I get where you're coming from, but. Um, I recognize most of us here because yeah. we're, we're football I mean, fans would rather have a winning coach than have somebody who yeah. respects the media, and that's that's fine. I get that, but See, I'm just saying. Uh, I, but I, part I, of that, you know, I'm not. He will answer things, but you have to. <laughs> if you ask him a dumb question, he's going to treat you like a moron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he just will. Uh, you know, if if you're, he's been through, he has seen so much in his life, and I mean, again, Parcells tree, <laughs> and Parcells gave the media rafts of crap, dude. Um, <laughs> You know, and quite frankly, at the end of the day, if you know he's not there to appease the media, he doesn't he doesn't have to play that game. And yeah, I, you can kind of give him some grief over certain things, and he is a little hard on some people. That's fair. Um, at the same token, he will answer he will answer stuff if it's if you give him a really good question, he will answer it. Yes. Uh, he may not give you everything you want to get out of it, but he will he will he will answer it. Because I've heard like stuff with like more localized people when they do post game pressers, and he'll talk. But I, I think I think some of that is almost the the man, the myth, the post game presser legend of him giving people crap, <laughs> and then they soundbite the <laughs> on to Cincinnati, you know what I mean? And they soundbite the grumpy, grouchy stuff. But yeah, he's hard. He's a tough one. Absolutely, you're right. He's a tough one. 
to me, at the end of the day, as a fan of a franchise that loves to just kick around the fail, um, I would take a grumpy ass Edward Scissorhands sweatshirt coach that won over <laughs> Jim Zorn's power slide <laughs> water park wannabe, <laughs> you know, bullshit <laughs> that I've seen. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I, I look I and. and Look, I was blessed with and Joe Joe Gibbs is a sweet guy. You know, I mean, he was a good oh, yeah. football coach and he he was he was nice, he was affable and you know, he was real down to earth about a lot, about a lot of stuff. You know, and there's a style thing there and and I think Pops is a relevant contextual pick because Pops can be a bit of a prick um uh, to certain things, but some of that is you know, we're in the middle of it. What do you you know, it's almost like we're in the middle of this. What do you really want me to say? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know we have to do this. What is it you really want me to say? I'm not going to give away anything too significant. And I, I think some of that almost becomes a reputation and they kind of run with they kind of run with it because they know it needles the media. They they understand what the media is doing and they just like to kind of poke back at them a little bit. That's an opinion. I don't know. That wouldn't worry me. I'd I'd, I'd much rather win football games and have a have those kind of post game pressers than slick back Ben McAdon acting the fool up there, or you know, I mean, God bless Steve Spurrier going golfing and beating up the 49ers in Osaka. I mean, I, I've seen my fair share of stupidity. I'll take that any day if the team's good. I'll take that any damn day. I just will. No, right. I, I, I get that. And, yeah, and um. I don't know. Maybe so, I mean, I, you know, I'll, I'll sound like I'm, you know, suddenly not giving a, a reverse compliment, but it's, it's. Well, I would say, a, it is part of the job. I mean, it's, it's part of the job you signed up for, and, and so that's where I mean, and I sound like I'm such a like a, you know, high school principal or something like that, like stickler for the rules. But I'm just saying, it is, it is part of the job, and 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 all the the coaches have to do it. So they do. I, 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 but but what I was gonna say that back in the the sudden compliment is, I know he's a genius at football. So I'd love to hear more out of him. I'd love to actually hear him explain some things like the rest of the the coaches do, and and I just think he refuses to do it. And so um, you'll hear it in retirement. Well, well actually, yeah, sure. fair I, enough. I hope he writes a book. Fair uh, enough. Probably will. Here, I mean, I don't know if you guys like like your local TV stations have a media deal with your team or whatever. But every Friday up here during football season, nobody wants Patri- to cover the Redskins. Just stop with that crap, yeah. Lindy. <laughs> every Friday up here is Patriots Friday, and the local channel has you know Bill Belichick, and he breaks down the belt. The they call it the Billustrator. They you know they they map out plays, and he gets on there. He sits with Scott Zolak, uh, former Pats QB in the '90s. He's the radio play-by-play guy now, and they break down game film and they talk about you know tendency. He he's actually human in these <laughs> interviews on his weekly thing but well, yeah. that, that, that's yeah. cool yeah I, I so i mean that. there is I that was, side to him that it you know fair or not that the national media doesn't see because it's only on our local right. station up here. well right again i think with him if you if you really if it's really really football specific and it's not something dumb or i mean if you ask belichick about you know gronk saying freezy freezy he don't have time for that you know what i'm saying <laughs> Like if you ask him a legit, fo- like a, a ver- like an actually really good football question, I think he would. Um, but anyway, that, that's really all on a side, and you know, um, I, regional stuff is different than than the national things. Um, the regional stuff here, uh, Lindy, just I guess for context, we get a lot of Redskins stuff, a lot of NFC East stuff, and Ravens, and a little Panthers. But I, I don't really, I don't the Redskins like media stuff. Pfft, 
whatever. They have some in-house produced things. And Larry, I think it's Larry Michaels. Whatever. I don't need to hear those. Oh, he oh, passed right. away though, didn't he? I don't think so. Uh, maybe the, I'm wrong. The, the sports machine. Oh, I, you know what? I got That's, the I, yeah. Yeah, you, you're right. I, I got the wrong name. I can't. It's not Larry Michaels. Uh, anyway, the Redskins in-house dude. That's terrible. Yeah, Larry Michaels sports machine. Rip, brother. Fail on me. So, <laughs> that's funny because you talked about Gene Hackman turning 88, and I thought for sure Oh, it's that George, George Michael sports machine. George Michael. George okay. Michael. All right, hold on. Yes. Who is the Redskins oh, dude? <laughs> Who's the Redskins what? dude? I used to... Dude, anybody oh, no, it is, back in the day? It Sunday is Larry nights? Michael. Man, get out of here, McGuffin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Get out of here, bro. It is it is Larry team. Michael. I had the right name. You're all making me like, I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> Larry Michael, chief content. I'm drinking, damn it. Chief content officer and senior vice president. That is the dude. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> But just want to tell you that. Horse head on you. You need to click, click, pull out of this conversation, brother. <laughs> the hell, man. F-O-H. You've been huffing too many of Von Miller's farts. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, hell with it. Yeah. Or as Shannon would always let us know. That's tomorrow. And that is it for us today. <laughs> Can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. So says. Uh, so says. Apologies. I will I'm, take a drink. Yeah, he's drinking an eight-eight beer. What do you want? I'm gonna rename you. You get to be Shannon Michaels. We have Larry Michaels, George Michaels, and Shannon Michaels. <laughs> Shannon Michaels in the drunk machine. What up? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> anyway, well, look, well, let, let let's uh let's go ahead and start calling some shots. Uh, can, can, I put, take... can I put one final stamp on on Belichick? Yeah, sure. All right. So what I was saying about you know if <laughs> I, and I certainly expect he would, uh, but you know once he retired, um, and uh, crawls to his crypts to write a book. Um, when he when he releases the book, uh, I, I'm just I'm looking forward to however many chapters there are dedicated to the Giants and how much sleep he lost over the Giants. So that's all. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I thought I like you said that. you were going to buy it so you can use it as toilet paper, but I'll take that as well. <laughs> Wipe right. Wipe right. <laughs> he probably doesn't care as long as you buy it and pay for it. There you yeah, go. There you go. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, but, yeah, let's go ahead and call our shots for the Super Bowl. Just out of giggles, we might as well do that. Um, Larry Michael. Well, I did say Michaels, I think, but it's Larry Michael is the dude from the Redskins. Yep. Either way, I've blocked them all out. I have no, I have, I have no time for that. Okay, one thing I will say. One thing I thought was kind of cool, and Twitter was having uh, some fun with Belichick rolling in off the plane in Minnesota wearing that fedora, and I didn't, I didn't actually realize the significance of that hat. Uh, and since we're talking about Belichick, I, I thought this was kind of an, an interesting piece. And you know, people were like having obviously, you know, how Twitter is man. You know, Bill Belichick looks like he's about to terrorize Gotham. That coach is Super Bowl. You know, they're having fun with the fedora, man. They're having a great time with that, right? And anyway, um, Belichick said that hat was his dad's. And he said, quote, Minnesota's a good place to be wearing a hat, end quote, so he thought he'd wear it. I actually thought that was really kind of a neat thing. Obviously a very yeah. special hat to him wearing his dad's hat. It's kind of, kind of cool backstory to that. 
So what you're saying is he's human after all. He's he has a heart he, after all. It's in there somewhere. 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 <laughs> and you know, maybe I mean I mean, we know Dick Cheney doesn't have a heart. He's got the <laughs> he's got, <laughs> yeah, I mean he's got the mechanical one in there, right? But Belichick still Belichick still's got, you know, it, it's still in there. Still in there, man. And he hasn't even shot anybody in the face. <laughs> At least not that we know of. Now, hold hey, on now. We, what, it, what kind of shooting in the face are we talking about? Look, here? if they were going to shoot anybody in the Dude. face, it, it would probably be the <laughs> look. It'd probably be it'd probably be the Jets, wouldn't it? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. He did pull out pretty quickly after one. Day. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, Randy, air oh. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I think Damn. they. Uh, Bre- Alrighty then. Look, Brett Favre approved of that pullout. You know what I'm saying? Something about the Jets and pulling out early. Fuck that up. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> pull out and pull up. Welcome to your oh. New York Jets. <laughs> uh, was it what I, I thought I saw a thing where Le'Veon Bell said that like he wouldn't play there for sixty million dollars. I'm like he retweeted a guy who said if the Jets gave you sixty million cash and he's like, I could get out of there fast enough. Yeah. Nope. The nope. Jets, man. Shut the fuck up. No, <laughs> none of that, man. None of that. Uh, but let's go ahead. Let's let's go ahead and call our shots. Uh, Philly has already called their shots, man. Look, they were out at uh, I don't know if it was Raw or whatever wrestling event it was, but they were they were bringing the heat, and I'm just like, yo, do you know what you're asking for? Hopefully, the audio is good. Look, bro. Look, look, look. That that dude that dude doesn't need any extra motivation from freaking anybody. All right, you got a radio host calling his five year old daughter a piss ant. You got a bunch of wrestling fans saying "f Tom Brady," dude, dude, stop picking at that guy. Shut up, <laughs> just shut up. You got spag, you got spags talking about how they cheated. I mean, don't don't give them or that team or him anything. Just shut up. Don't talk about it. You, look. If you win the Super Bowl and you want to talk about all that crap, talk about it. <laughs> but until then, shut up. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. Don't give any extra fuel, any extra anything to them. I'm just saying. It's a bad It's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. Spags did an interview with uh, the Fanatic, and he said, quote, the biggest thing we learned was to make sure you have two signal callers, not one signal caller, because they may have all your signals. So I remember through the course of the game, Jim saying they're getting our signals. They know when we were blitzing. Try to hide it, you know. Uh, and it's just like, dude, dude, come on. I, I get. I understand where you're coming from, and the, you know the tinfoil hat fans love that crap. At the same token, don't don't feed the beast. Don't feed the beast. Don't feed the beast. And don't call his daughter a piss ant. No, that that that's that that. No, that cross the line right there. You, Dude. you don't go after someone's kids. Dude, leave, leave the five-year-olds out of it. 
Now that that's that that's that that's low hanging fruit right Look. there. That's that's get the get the f out of here with that. F O H. Uh, what'd you think? It was fine. Jesus. <laughs> it was okay. Uh, Just fine. Come on. All right. I thought the first scene was so staged, where Brady's like in the kitchen, his kids being an annoying little pissant. Like you can't. And no. that dude's in market. That dude's in market. Come How on. Stupid How stupid you? are you, bro? This this is what you get. I don't um I yeah, I do want to say something. I mean, I don't want to get into the documentary much, but I did you know, I Stacy had told me that someone had made a comment about my daughter or something yes, like that. Yes, yeah, you can, um, we were, Tom, we were just talking about it. It was Alex Reamer and you are, you can, uh, we, Jerry. Vroom, vroom, here comes the bus. They're driving over that dude. <laughs> They're uh, like, no, it's this guy. Here you go. I <laughs> talked about it Friday. It was a stupid thing to say. We destroyed him for saying it. You, you can say whatever you like. Go ahead. Well, I think that, um, you know, I've tried to come on this show for many years with, um, and showed you guys a lot of respect. Um, I've always tried to come on and, you know, do a good job for you guys. So, um, you know, it's very disappointing when you hear that, certainly with my daughter or any child, um, you know, they certainly don't deserve that. So, Oh, no, no, Tom, um, no, no, no question. Yeah, As I so said, Jerry, Jerry and I yeah. talked about it on Friday. Stupid thing to say. Yeah. He was suspended for it. He should be. There are certain things I think you understand. As a professional athlete, you're going to be criticized for what you do or on or off the field as an individual. But for a kid to be criticized is is um, unbelievably stupid. There's there's no defense for it. No defense? Yeah. So um, I'll obviously evaluate whether I want to come on this show again. So I, I really don't have much to say this morning. That's fine. Um, I understand. So That's totally fine. I will. Uh, maybe I'll speak with you guys uh, some other time. Absolutely fine. Obviously, we understand. All right, Tom. Thanks. You too. <laughs> All right, so before we make our picks, because, uh, Lenny, we got to get you out of here in a minute. A, localized reaction to that whole debacle. I'm just kind of curious. I mean, you know, we laughed about it down here in the Arv- in, in the River City. We kind of laughed about it. I mean, we, we thought the guy was a, was a D-bag. Don't pick at a kid, man. It's a, ba- it's a bad look. It makes you, it, you know what I mean? It's a bad look, right? It, but I'm kind of curious. What, what was the localized blowback on all that? Well... First of all, the station was kind of disingenuous on how they handled it. Um, he flew out to Minneapolis on Friday, the the guy in question. So, you know, he made his remarks last Thursday night on air. The station didn't think anything of it. They flew him out to Minneapolis to set up for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And then after Tom Brady had his blow up on the radio on Monday, that's when they decided to suspend him. He actually wasn't even suspended when they were talking about it on the radio with Tom Brady. Mm. There was a press release like an hour after this phone call that they had. Mm. And then they pulled him back from Minneapolis and suspended him indefinitely. He's pulled off the air and all that. I mean, he's a like 25-year-old kid. And, you know, <clears throat> You're telling me he's a 25-year-old piss-hand? Overnight show. And, yeah. Yeah. In his industry, he is a pissant. But, you know, got to say something shock jock-like to make a name for yourself. And he chose the wrong line to step over. And, you know, hey, he might have to start over somewhere in the Midwest. Didn't uh, Brady, like, uh, try to, like, at least save his 
try to help save his job at least. Yeah, he said that he didn't feel the guy should be fired over it. Yeah. But, you know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Shannon, have and, you not noticed? He said holding up the free Alex sign. Have you not noticed the audio playing right there? <laughs> All these piss hat references. I had to go gin and juice, dude. Little gin and juice, baby. Had, had to yeah, go gin and go. juice. Had to go gin and juice. Had to go gin and juice. Yeah, look, man. At at at, at the end of the day, you just it's a bad look, man. And you know, we talk about plenty of stupid stuff, and we make fun of a lot of things, but that realistically. I, I, whether he was just trying to be funny or what. And it is fair criticism to talk about the, the documentary and the Tom versus Tom. And it, you know, if you want to be critical of it, I think you can be critical of that and, and, and of his play or of something that happens on field of him, blah, blah, blah. I think that's all fair commentary, fair criticism, but you do. Yeah. It's a, da- kid. it's a dangerous line to sit there and go after a five-year-old. Cause whether, mm-hmm. you, whether you have kids or not, it doesn't really matter. But, that little girl has zero to do other than being Tom Brady's daughter. She didn't, she didn't start, you know, she has nothing to do with him on field. She has nothing to do with how he preps. She, she's not like she made the documentary, you know, and if she's being five, she's being five. You know what I mean? And look, little kids can be pains in the butt. I joke around about my kids being a hole. Sometimes I do, but you know Mm -hmm. what? Uh, they they're, are. they're my kids. I can be like, you know what? My kids were assholes last night. I can say that they're my kids. You know what My I mean? Kids were assholes today, and yeah. pretty much for the last twelve years. Yeah, so. see, we can joke around about that, but that—that's a very, very per- <laughs> that's a really personal thing. But on that platform in that environment, to you know, make an off the cuff or colorful remark, it, it just—it wasn't necessary. You know, you could be critical of the Tom versus Tom thing without doing that, and that—that that was, you know, again, I don't want to harp, but so long on it, but that was—that was a dumbass thing to do. And so he de- he deserves some blowback. Maybe they didn't. If they didn't, you know, obviously if they waited to suspend the guy, that clearly they didn't anticipate the blowback. But to have a relationship with Brady where he's coming on the show, to not anticipate that, yeah, you know what I mean, it is amazing to me because to me there's no way you can say we're gonna we just called one of our guys just called his daughter a piss ant. And he's going to come on the show and be like, hey, guys, how's it hanging? What's up? Let's talk football. So you gave my daughter shit, huh? <laughs> I mean, you can't expect that. Oh. Right? Yeah. Well, and a little background that the guy, he, he's kind of, you know, right now he's kind of in the utility role. So he makes appearances on a bunch of their different shows. Yeah. He's actually on the morning show on occasion. Yeah. So the two guys that were you know, kissing up to Brady and apologizing and threw, like you said, threw him under they, the bus. Oh, they did. They, they were like, no, nope. like three out of the five yeah. days a week. They're like, here's right. his name. Here's who it was. Here's what he said. Yep. He's an asshole. Say what you want about him. Like they were like, go for it, Tom. Oh, say, they were. Yeah. yeah. Full damage control yeah. at that point. They're like, no, say whatever yeah. you want. No, he was uh, wrong. We, we destroyed him. I, I, it was so funny. They were just like, no, go ahead. Vroom, vroom, back it up, roll over, back it up. Roll. Go for it. We're here to help you. You need some extra gas in that bus. We got you covered, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but Brady's Brad, Brad handled perfectly. I mean, by you know going going on there still to talk to them as he normally would, and just saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, this, this is what's happening yeah. today, but this is why you know we're not going to go further than this." But I still you know fulfill my obligation of at least showing up. Yeah, and then you know acknowledging that he doesn't want to see the guy fired because you know it was incredibly idiotic, and the guy certainly could be fired. But you know why? What would what good would do Brady to be like? Oh yeah, he needs to be tossed out on his ass. I mean, so yeah. 
All right, well, let's go ahead and knock our picks out. Let's go ahead and knock our – let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Mark, I want to lead with you first since you didn't get to make your pick last week. There's the betting angle, and, and then there's the fan versus fun, right? There's what you want to happen versus what you think it will happen, right? Absolutely. But, A, if you're putting money on, what are you putting money on, right? And then uh, call your shots for what the Super Bowl is going to be, bro. E- Eagles and Eagles. And and then that that's not that's not that's being legitimate. Um, I I just think that there's um, the Eagles have been super impressive, more impressive than I expected on the defensive yeah. side. And they have. Um, and that's that's again what I think is going to serve them great in this game. Um, I genuinely expect a great game. I'm I'm very hopeful for a great game because you know again without any you know excitement or or really rooting for anything. Uh, you know, other than like a giant sinkhole, um, I you know I want to see a good game, and so um, I mean I, I said this about uh, the Vikings, and it didn't come to fruition. That's um, you know, a great start uh, was what the Vikings needed to happen last week. Yep, um, and uh, you know they, they they scored first, and then everything <laughs> just you know went to shit. And, and and same thing with Jacksonville. I mean, I, at Jacksonville especially, I thought that you know they needed to get off to a hot start, get some confidence behind them, and uh, that everything was looking great there. And then that all went to shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I will third time to charm, right? <laughs> so Eagles get off to a great start, get some confidence behind them. You know, Foles obviously needs to you know play like you know good Foles. Like I know he can. Like like you know he's he's been showing up much more um, come these playoffs than than the, the end of the season. So you know, I, but but really, it's it's still it's primarily about the defense. If the Patriots can store can score you know twenty eight plus, I mean I, I I just don't see the Eagles you know outmatching that. But if they can hold them to 24, 21 and under, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I give him a good, good chance. You, you, you see him with a halftime lead. Um, I'm confident that that's you know that defense you know would not implode like we saw the Falcons implode. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, well, I mean, Falcons yeah, had an opportunity late. They just couldn't do it. No, of course, absolutely. I mean, and and um, I mean, you know, shoot. I mean, this this playoffs. I mean, Jacksonville. Obviously, you know, my fury about Jacksonville and how embarrassing it was that they let that one get away from them. Uh, they they couldn't do anything offensively, and they they went to this you know psychotic well not psychotic but this embarrassing like playing not to lose rather than playing to win philosophy. And win. Yep. When they got that strip, when they got the ball back, you, you had to go for the juggler, and they just didn't. I mean, they they could have at least at least knocked some minutes off the clock, and they knocked off like less than a minute, and then punted the ball back. I mean, just no momentum shift. Uh, do you, they really think that you know Brady's not going to storm back in this game? So we absolutely can't see. The Eagles play like that, but I don't think they would. I think if they if they needed to to you know prolong the game and and, and put us more points late yeah. um, to, to to you know put the game away, they're they're not going to go ultra conservative. Um, so I will take the Eagles. Uh, so I mean, so definitely you know taking the Eagles with 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 points betting line, but but again. A because I'm bitter because you know NFL season wasn't good to me especially that stu- stupid <laughs> no. stupid Saints Vikings loss. Well, um, welcome to the Redskins Saints. land of disappointment. It's good to yeah. see you again. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but but also but also just because I mean you know unless I just see a phenomenal betting angle, usually this late in the playoffs, I'm just gonna say enjoy the game and 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 I mean you yeah. can put a small bet down. But, 
can wager anything major because you know it can go so many different ways. The Patriots could, you know, win by fifty. Um, the Giants could show up and you know win by fifty. Um, who knows? Anything can happen. Uh, I, I like that. So somebody said in the alternate universe, it's the Browns versus the Giants in the Super Bowl, and I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a strange universe. Yeah, uh, it's a very strange universe. <laughs> very strange universe. Um, but, the toilet uh, bowl. <laughs> So I will say um, I will say Eagles twenty seven, uh, Patriots twenty three. All right. Okay. Now, Linda, you know I got to go to you next, man. You, you know I got to do that. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go from the Giants to the Patriots, dude. So I, obviously you're a Patriots fan. That's well established. So I, I think we all have a feel for what you want to happen. Um, <laughs> but but go ahead and realistically call your shots for the game and and just I don't know. Uh, you know, kind of what you're looking looking forward to, and what you hope happens. And I don't know if you already have a pre-planned celebration dance. Hopefully, it's better than the Vikings curling one that they did <laughs> after their solo touchdown. But if you already have a pre pre-planned celebration, that's cool. You can let us know, man. You can let us know. <laughs> but no, call, call I, your I shots. Think, <laughs> you know, touching on on what he just said that the twenty four seems to be the magic number for the the Eagles defense. The only problem with that is. They're ten points better at home than they are on the road, mm-hmm. so they're not playing at home. They're, they're you know, and, and the Super Bowl is a weird game, right? And, you know, there there are no. It, it's rare that you get any real fans in there or fans in the numbers that you're used to. It's mostly uh, who's got it this year, NBC. So there's going to be a bunch of actors for crappy shows coming up this spring on NBC that they're going to show in the stands and. Yep. You know, all the dancers that come out for the Justin Timberlake halftime show, right, sit right. in one section, you know, that sort of crap. So the home field advantage isn't really going to be there for either team. And Belichick even hinted at it. He said, you know, the Super Bowl is weird. It's loud when you have the ball and it's loud when you don't have the ball. You know, you know, you know when you're at the home, when you're the home team. Right. You know, the home, your home crowd is usually smart enough to be quiet. So that you can, you know, call your plays, you know, get everything set. That doesn't happen in the Super Bowl. So right. that that's something that, you know, you have to take on into account and plan for. But I think between the Eagles not playing as well on the road on defense and Foles regressing to the mean and the special wild card that I'm gonna pull out here, what coaching tree is Doug Peterson from? Which one? Andy Reid. Well, it, it, well, if you if you go ah, clock if you go clock management problem, clock management right? in the fourth quarter. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and say 24-14 pass. And somehow, some way, the Eagles are going to blow some clock management late in that one. Is that what you're telling me? I, I think it, the 24-14 will come on something late. It won't be. Uh, it'll still be a one possession game until about three, four yeah. minutes left in the game. Yeah. The Pats will add a field goal and, and make it a 10 point game. All right. For the first time ever. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> a little breathing room for you. Hopefully. <laughs> it's nice to know that, uh, your heart, your heart will go on, sir. <laughs> Through this, oh my oh. goodness! You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> oh. good pull! <laughs> and he snuck it in there. Hey, what's what she said? Hey, you. Oh. 
<laughs> no, nah, man, she was well aware, dude. <laughs> <laughs> she was oh. ready for that greased, greased up pole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she greased my pole, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, man, ke- man, kegels, buddy, man, kegels. <laughs> there you go. I'm glad. I, I'm glad I could drop that somewhere in this podcast. That makes me happy. That, that makes me happy. Uh, uh, <laughs> my God. Okay, okay, okay. All right, Shane, that's it. Mr. Colts fan. Mr. Colts fan, what you got for me? Call your Look, shots, man. Call your shots. At all those years, the the battles that we went against Brady and Belichick, man, it, it's, it, it's hard to go against those guys, especially in this moment. They've been there eight times, uh, won five of them. Um, the other two, I mean – Quite frankly, had there not been a couple of lucky catches, it may be seven and zero going for number eight. Um, God, you think people are bent out of shape now? Can you imagine? Oh my lord! <laughs> you know, it, it, it's it's one of those things. Like, I have so much respect for the Patriots because, like, we went toe to toe so many years, mm-hmm. but you don't want to lose. Like at the end, you right. would rather just get knocked out. And understand that they were the better team, so that's kind of where I'm leaning at this point. I'm I'm thinking, I, I like the Eagles. The initial five point five uh, five and a half points, I do like that line. I uh, I like the Eagles to cover right line. However, I'm thinking it's like twenty seven seventeen. Eagles hit a late touchdown, but can't get the onside kick. Twenty seven twenty four. Uh, Patriots win number six for Brady and Belichick. Uh, it you, you just for me, you, it's just hard to go against those guys. You, you just at the end of the day, so many years of trying to go against them. At this point, why why go against them? They've they've gone to their, their road to the Super Bowl this year has been Marcus Mariota, Blake Bortles, and now Nick Foles. Let's be honest. Well. Fine, uh, Tennessee, whatever. But Jack, Jack, that defense was good, and Bortles have been playing well. But that was really about the defense. That was really about the defense. Um, the the Jacksonville defense, Tom Coughlin influenced, not coached, but influenced defense. Right, gave them. Fits. Okay, and but I think Jacksonville is going to be more of a challenge than Philadelphia. That, Did you mean to flip that? End. Did you mean to flip that? So I'm t- I'm, I'm going to take Phil, uh, New England easily. Okay, and well, there are some people that that would argue that Philadelphia is an, is a better version of Jacksonville yeah. because of, because of the defense, because of the running game, because of the offensive line. I, I'm just saying I'm not I'm not necessarily advocating and taking that the point. Quarterback, but but I, in this moment, I'm I'm going to take Belichick and Brady. <laughs> You're going Deion Sanders method. Just don't. Don't bet against Brady. Okay, fair enough. I certainly like that Philly offense better than Jacksonville offense, but Jacksonville D is is, is filthy. I like I like Philly's defense, but Jacksonville they they can step up that offense. And then I mean again they 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 did they came along very strong late, but that defense is just ridiculous. I mean uh, 
it'll be fun to watch going forward. Yeah, no. Yeah. Philly, Philly's defense is not Jacksonville's defense. No, let's put it that way. Right. Randy. Yeah, what Randy, what you got, bro? Call your shots, man. Well, looking at it, I mean, I'll first start with saying you're giving Belichick two weeks to prepare for the Eagles. That's usually never a good. And sign. the rest of his staff, including the grandpa from Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to go against what we all know is coming and that Brady and Belichick, just that entire team is going to be so prepared and so focused for the Super Bowl. Yeah. There's that part of me that would love to see a changing of the guard just because, you know, like most people, it's like it's the same stuff year in, year out. You know me. I like seeing uh, – I love the, this playoffs because you saw a bunch of new teams finally rise up and actually get in there and actually showcase yeah. what they're all about Legit. and where they're and how much they've grown. But then you get a team like – the Patriots, who are just so damn good, you don't have to worry about who they plug and play. It's someone new every year always steps up because that coaching staff gets them so prepared and knows exactly how to use these players. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as much as I don't want it to happen, I'm I gotta I gotta go with the Patriots. I can't I just can't go against what I know. Yeah, they're gonna be the probably best prepared team on the field does not mean that Philadelphia won't come in play hungry like they did against Minnesota. Yeah, no, that's legit. Uh, you know, and and both both the Eagles and the the Patriots are, are teams that understand how to leverage analytics for what they're doing. You know, I mean, Belichick may not give you the sweet spot and the honey pot for explaining how they use analytics, but they sure as hell are a team that uses analytics, man. Uh, he has a great feel for the game, too. He's not pure analytics, but they understand all that. They understand all that. And I think Philadelphia does as well. I think they, they, you know, I like what Peterson has done. And that team has guts, and they've got heart, too. So, um, no, I, I get where you're coming from on that. But you're going you're, you're gonna to also fall under the just don't, you know, if they do it, good on you, but don't bet against them. Well, and like we, like we you said, know. you know, you're going, you got a team that, is hungry. They're mm-hmm. they want the win, but you got mm-hmm. a team that, like in the Patriots, that expects to win, every week in, yep. week out. They expect to win. They and that's just the culture. Yep, that's legit. That's legit. All right, Whitfield, are you alive? Are you awake? Are you still there? I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's gone for a while. He's done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. You know, Matt, it's okay. We know. We know. You're just practicing your ABCs. Speaking of P, I'm going to have to do that in a couple of minutes. That's legit. Thanks, Metal ABCs. Because damn right, in a couple of minutes when we take a break, I'm going to let it go, dude. There's no doubt. No doubt. Wait, is it is it for the P? Is it P or poop? No, I'm just. I'm, Are you going to let it pee or let it poop? I'm going number fun, bud. <laughs> number fun. <laughs> <laughs> I might go pee on a tree too, just to give my neighbors a, a show, just for good measure. There you go. Uh, all right, so we don't get the Whitfield pick. Oh well, sorry. Uh, Failhorn, as as always, it, dude. He he just uh, he struggles with the late nights. He struggles. He struggles to last. That's why. We, that's why we broke out the limp. Er, broke out the gimp early in the podcast. Um. <laughs> We we love you, Matt. <laughs> oh, all right. So look, here's the deal, man. Uh, and I said I said it the other week, man. That the Eagles, you know, 
I, I'm tempted on some level to take them. I, I really am. I, and I think if 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 Good Foles shows up, uh, they can really make a good game of this. And they can. That's a good enough team with that run game and that defense. Even if Folds is marginal, I think they can stick in it. I think they can stay in it. Uh, it is very very hard to go against to bet against um, the methodology, the coach, and the experience. All the things that factor into dealing with the Super Bowl, dealing with the media, dealing with the stage, dealing with the lights, dealing with the attention. Um, now, granted, Philadelphia's got a couple feathers in their cap. Peterson's been through a lot. That's a guy that I mean, he backed up Brett Favre. He he he's been to a couple of you know Super Bowls. He knows. And then you get Chris Long, you get Legarrette Blount. Not that I'd be looking for to Legarrette Blount to be like my mouthpiece of leadership, but I think Chris Long is probably a really good dude for the teammates to talk to and listen to. He's been through it. They know the team. They know Brady. They know that stuff, right? So, but but that being said, I think if I, I think I saw something. If you added all, like all the years that people have Super Bowl experience for the Patriots, you know, I mean, excuse me, for the Eagles, it's like teeny tiny. And if you look at everybody on the Patriots, it's like this gigantic, huge list of people that have all the Super Bowl experience. Man, it's nuts. It's nuts. It's just really hard to pick against them. I I love Philly making it a game, and I like Philly sure as hell to cover. I just, you know, I I think the Patriots guts, guile, determination, scheming, whatever. Uh, you know, I I got to I got to roll on that train, dude. You got to prove me wrong. You know what I mean? It's not that I don't think the Eagles can do it. I think they'll keep it close. Maybe they get a couple of good breaks. They can pull this off. But you got to prove you got to prove it. Right, that's yeah, the team you got to earn it against. That's the team you got to prove it against. There's a lot of reasons for that. It's coaching, it's players, it's scheme, it's all the things that go into that. They understand analytics. They know how to do matchups. They've got a variety of weapons. They can go vertical. They can, you know, they can do wide. They can do this. They can do that. They're good at taking away things that your, you know, your keys. Uh, granted, foals and the run pass off. You're going to hear RPO, RPO, RPO a ton. Because that's yeah. where they've had a lot of success success with, and it's hard on defenses. But, you know, if the Patriots aren't blitzing a whole bunch of people and they're willing to, to, to run their percentages and, and, and run their coverages and they stay disciplined, I just don't think they're going to give Foles a bunch of wide open – unless somebody falls down, I don't think we're going to see Alshon Jeffrey running untucked nah. like, with nobody around him for 15 yards. Not unless he's nope. breaking a bunch of ankles. Could it happen? Yes. But if it happens to me, it happens like once. You know what I mean? Um, so we'll see. Can can Foles climb the ladder in the pocket again with people's hands all over him? You know, uh, is is Brady going to give away a freebie like Keenum did to the Eagles? What's the crowd going to be like? Does it not really matter? Do we have a, you know, or do we have some, you know, football horse fisticuffs out in the parking lot? Uh, are the Eagles fans, you know, <laughs> grinding and humping the light poles for good measure? I mean, I don't know what happens in, in Minnesota. I'm not sure that's going to work out, right? So I, I, I feel like I can't, I can't help but to take the Patriots. I, you know, at the end of the day, I joke around about the zero Super Bowls thing. I can, if the Eagles win, the Eagles win. I can live with it. I think it's a good story. They overcame a lot of adversity. I like Peterson. I like, I like some of the guys on that team. The same token. I still would love that bagel. I would love that inner Redskins fan, the big zero. I'd, I'd love, I'd love to be able to keep hanging my hat on that because it makes me laugh. The neutral football fan, the observer, the podcaster, the sports brew guy says, "Give me a great game. I'm gonna enjoy it, and I can find a reason to enjoy either team winning because I can. Okay, because I can. But 
I you got to prove it. And I just, you know, I you you, you got to do it. And I, I still I appreciate the run that Foles has had. Uh, I, I just don't know that they're going to get the gimmies against the Patriots. And, it, you know, again, you, you got to step on them. You got to kick them. You got to F. I mean, you, you, you jugular, whatever you want to say, man, you got to do it. Uh, I think I think the Eagles have heart. I think the Eagles have guts. I think they're well coached. I think they know analytics. I, I, they have good players, man. Fletcher Cox is a beast, and the lessons from the Giants in years past that that pressure from the front four, the Eagles should be able to generate that. Uh, do the Patriots go up tempo? Do they mess with their rotation? You know, the Pats can do a lot of different things in the flow of that game. Okay, they can do a ton of different things. So the chess match of this football game should be fantastic. And I would imagine once the teams settle in through the first half, the second half obviously is going to be the tail of the tape. Uh, I would expect it to be kind of close most of the way. Maybe the Eagles jump out early, possibly, sure. But, the, you know, the second half deal, man, you, that's when that's when you really got to cut it. You got to step up. And the Patriots, no, no fear, dude. They have no fear, confidence. And you got to deal with what they are on the field and you got to deal with what they are in your head. Um, and so if the Eagles pull this off, major kudos, credit, I'll give you dap, I'll give you love, and Chris Long will have an awful tattoo of a dude probably on his butt. I think it's the linebacker's coach, lost a bet. Um, by the way, Chris, man, it's awesome of you to donate your game checks to charity like all year. Yes. It's a bad idea to make a, a, a bet about getting a tattoo of a dude's face somewhere on your body. That's a bad. I also made a really dumb bet with my linebacker coach that I would get a portrait of his face if we won the Super Bowl. Ken Flagel. So look him up on Google. That's, you know, hopefully I'll have a Ken Flagel tattoo. Yeah, look him up on Google and imagine having that guy, that guy's face tattooed somewhere in your body. Bad idea. Uh, anyway, long in the short, because, you know, I like to go long. Woo! I'm just kidding. Um, hey, yo. Hey, yo. Look. Look, look, I, I got to take the Patriots, but I respect the Eagles. I think they're capable. If they play the right game, they're going to be in it. They're going to have a chance, but I think they're going to it's going to have to be Giants-esque, which is low scoring, you know, make it hard, make it hard, make it tight, and get a look. Hey, hey, yo. Make it hard, make it a tight game, and, and get, get something that bounces your way and breaks your way. Um, and if... By the, by the grace of the football gods, if the Eagles have a lead on them late, you better sure as hell understand how to finish that damn game, and that's going to be be physical and, and run the hell out that damn ball. Because uh, if you leave TB12, Tom if versus you time, time, if you leave them squat them out of time, dude, they, they, you're probably going to pay for it. Uh, and I also, by the way, I also really like the Eagles kicker. That dude's got some major stones. I mean, what did he boot? A 61-yard field goal? Yep. You know, yep. Uh, so if it's low scoring and it's a bunch of field goal stuff, man, it, you know, I like that. I like their kicker, dude. I, I, I like this game. I think this has a potential to be a great, great, great Super Bowl. I really do. Uh, but I, I got to I got to take the Pats, man. Got to yeah. take the Pats. Anyway, I think we've covered everybody, right? Other than Whitfield. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say that I almost think Whitfield might take the Eagles. Honestly, let's, let's do a quick vote. Who would Whitfield pick? The Eagles. You think he'd take the, the Eagles? Packer. The Packers? <laughs> he'd just make it no, up no, no. and take the Packers. He'd take Brett Favre. Who are you kidding? <laughs> no, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Andy Reid coached under the Packers, which means he would hey, take the Packers. Whitfield, Whitfield. I want you to, what's the over under on the uh, on the game? 
Okay, cool. Are you taking the Patriots or the Eagles? <laughs> really? What do you? All right, I tell you. Can you tell me that in just English? English. We'll probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. Fat and sassy, Whitfield. Wow. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for that in-depth. Thanks for that in-depth analysis. Yeah, great. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Jesus, man. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? Anger. Apparently, apparently not. So, clearly, clearly, Whitfield needs Nick Foles to go big and go Nick Foles reading Rainbow just for good measure. Yeah, thanks. There it is. Now we love you, dude. Go, go get some rest. Anyway, okay. Whew. There it oh is. Oh my god, I'm gonna pee my pants. I might pee my pants as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh glad. We'll probably sit around and cook <laughs> some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. <laughs> I'm gonna get fat. We're gonna get fat and sassy. Stop procrastinating, fool. That's right. What? You idiot. Yeah. Anyway. Like discipline. Yeah, they lack something. <laughs> In my opinion, that sucks. Hell yeah. You know what? Getting baby. all fat and sassy does not suck. Well, you know, maybe, you maybe not. Eat a lot of good food and drink a lot of good beer. Hell yeah. All right, man. Well, let's take a quick uh, pee break. We'll get Lindy out of here, and then we can just wrap up with some thoughts on the Alex Smith trade and then just shut it down. Uh, we're pretty good. It's 12.50. Late for him. Not that late for me. Uh, anyway, uh, Lindy, any final thoughts before we get you out of here, man? One last stat I forgot earlier. Yeah. Bill Belichick is 15-0 and in the playoffs when he hasn't faced a team during that regular season. Wow. Impressive. Outstanding. Look, man. So, yes, they did play the Giants during those two regular seasons. Yeah. <laughs> look, dude. Look, look. Let me tell you. You heard it here first. The Patriots don't need the tapes. We'll do it live. <laughs> we'll do it exactly. live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. There you go. Full audio of Belichick during... Team meetings. <laughs> How do you fuck that up? Yes. <laughs> I think that's accurate. As well. <laughs> anyway. No, nah, thanks for cut thanks for carving out some time to hang out with us tonight. We actually we as always, it's a sports we take the over. God bless them. Look an hour to eighty minutes, and here we are like a buck forty in. Uh, but anyway, that that's what happens, dude. It's what every single time we're like, no, we'll be efficient. We'll get in and out. I mean, it's great. Uh, and then next thing you know, we're drinking and, and laughing and acting stupid. And then it's like three o'clock in the morning or something done. But we won't have that problem tonight because all we have left is Alex Smith. Which will be there until five in the morning. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> so it, no, it's okay. Uh, but no, seriously, I, I I for real need a bathroom break, man. It's no joke, man. Like, swole, bro. I'm swole. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, it was great to catch up, man. Enjoy enjoy the game this weekend. I hope, you're, I hope your heart's okay and that you don't need a pacemaker by the time we get through this thing. 
I'll have uh, to send a screenshot of yeah. my watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, heart rate. Yeah, that's right. The heart rate monitor. <laughs> yep. Yeah. If it, dude, if if for whatever reason there's a threat of overtime. Or this this turns into an overtime game. I would love to see a screenshot of your heart rate monitor. That would be, that would be phenomenal. That would be great. And we'll put that on the uh, sports page. Yeah, we totally would. We totally would, man. We totally would. Just put it on there, and we'll just comment. Yeah. Live, live tracker. Live tracker. Yeah, there it is, man. Facebook Live. We'll do it live. That's right. <laughs> Hell yes. I like it. I like it. All right, as always, friends, you can find us on uh, Podbean, our home feed. Uh, of course, keywords for everything related to us, man, sports and brew. But whether it's iTunes, whether it's LiveSportsCaster.com, Stitcher Radio, the Google Play Store, whatever, man, however you want to track us down, man, uh, have a little fun with it, enjoy the football, have fun with the games, have fun listening to our silliness. Uh, we certainly have fun recording this garbage, so hopefully you like dealing with it. Uh, it is it is a good time. I hope it's, hopefully it's not as much of a train wreck as that uh, you know thing in Crozet with the garbage truck and like the you know con- the congressional reps on that thing. Hopefully it's not as much of a train wreck as that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, uh, and not as much garbage either, for real. Uh, but from all of us to all of you, have a great week and enjoy the football. Have fun, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Actually, the rest of, rest of us will be back in a moment. But Lindy, thanks for popping in, having a good time. We'll catch you a little bit later. Go get some rest. And uh, have fun at Dunkin' Donuts in the morning, bro. Gonna need a large. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Shannon, right, that's your that's your window of opportunity. <laughs> there it is. I was about to say, you damn well better say it. Uh, good luck, good luck, Mr. Andy. All right, man. <laughs> hey, Chris, have a good one, brother. Good yeah, talk. You too, man. Hit the donut holes. Woo! <laughs> Late. All right. Let's take a quick break and then wrap up. And I don't even—I don't even know if this is a different segment. We're just going to talk about that crap and get the hell out. But I, for real, got to pee. <laughs> it's no doubt, man. I'll be back in a second. <laughs> All right, All right, man. Yes, sir. I had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes. And uh, again, as always, in classic sports brew form, a mini brew. <laughs> take the over. <laughs> anyway, now we have yep. to get now we have to get to the real important stuff. I mean, the what we knew we ha- absolutely had to talk about. And that's the NFL Pro Bowl. Come on. No. Um, woo! Woo! Uh, I, I think I saw a grand total of three minutes of that game, if that. <laughs> I paid, like, zero attention to that thing. Um, zero minutes. 0.0. 0.0. Huh? What, what Act- we watched, like, the last two minutes right before we went to the concert? Uh, it, it was just the one in the background, and when I walked to yeah. the room, I was like, oh, there it is. And then I went and did something else, <laughs> you know. It was that kind of deal. No, I didn't really give much of a crap about the Pro Bowl this year. Well, I guess most years, but uh, anywho, neither neither here nor there. I, I didn't watch a second. Yeah, I'm not surprised. If, if the highlight are Drew Brees' kids like wrestling around on the sideline, that tells you all you need to know. Hey, hold on, Justin. <laughs> what? Justin. What? Justin, we've we've got a phone call from Peter Griffin. Um, <laughs> he he wanted to share his thoughts on the Pro Bowl. Uh, oh, Peter, oh, oh. when you're ready. <laughs> I can't find Peter, but That's I did, Homer. I did yeah, find Homer. Homer. Oh my God! Oh, there who you go. The hell cares? Yeah. Oh, thank you, Peter. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll probably sit around and cook some soups and 
eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. Woo! Damn it, Whitfield. <laughs> I get it, man. You want to get fat and sassy? Fat and sassy. Fat and sassy, buddy. Um, so, <laughs> actually, we did have some other NFL news and notes. Uh, clearly, we have to talk about this rather uh, significant trade. Uh, and I do mean, really, Blake Griffin to the Pistons. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I love that. You're Clipper for life or, you know, a chunk of the next season. See ya. <laughs> Rando as hell, dude. I know. Womp, womp, womp. Uh, and we didn't really get to it. Uh, you know, I was, I was chatting with Lindy when I called him earlier before the podcast just because he bought a new headset. Because he couldn't find his, and so anyway, I thought it was funny that he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna roll up tonight. I got, I'm gonna, I gotta go buy a headset to hang out with the sports." I laughed, uh, but kudos, kudos, Lindy, man, look at you. Yes. Couldn't you find bro. one, you just went out and bought one. That's a real, real men of Bud Light approves, real men of genius moves. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. They need to bring that back. They do. I, I would love it if they brought that ad campaign back. Randy, is that a dilly dilly? Dilly dilly, dilly. Okay. That's a that's a damn for sure. Dilly dilly. Um, but uh, you know, look. I mean, that the Alex Smith to Washington thing is is interesting. I, I can't say I'm not at a point where right now I can say that I love it. I don't hate it. I don't love it. I understand it. And I've talked to several people about it. Look, Alex Smith is a good dude. This is not a judgment about the quality of his person. It's it's really just kind of the unusual nature of the Washington Redskins the strange things they do and you know their history is not kind when it comes to trading for quarterbacks in this manner it just isn't and they already have one deal before with Andy Reid and when they brought in Donovan Dirtball excuse me uh <laughs> balls in the dirt uh McNabb um and that I mean that was a bag of suck uh look I think Alex Smith is a good quarterback I do um and you can make all the arguments you want about Kirk Cousins. He wasn't, uh, you know, one of my friends is like, well, you know, he just, he isn't special. Okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll hear that. I, you know, I, I still would make the argument that the Redskins screwed the pooch a few years ago when they didn't just go ahead and sign a guy to a reasonable contract mm-hmm. to, huh? let, to let him develop, see where it went. They wanted to play hardball. Uh, yep. Kirk Cousins leveraged it the right way to maximize his earnings and to give himself, you know, ultimately it works out to give himself the freedom to go where he wants to go. So I understand the trade. I, I get it. I can't say that I'm, you know, dancing up and down over Alex Smith. Come, you know, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Uh, you know, I, again, I understand the move. I don't love the move. I understand the move. It ends up being a third and, and Fuller. And a lot most Redskins fans, when you read the boards, they're a little bit pissed about Fuller. But they understand the deal. And the general consensus is they're glad that the drama with Cousins is over. Uh, clearly to get Smith, you know, if (laughs) we'll see how it plays out by all accounts, good locker room guy, he's going to do a lot of the things right. And I hope that Gruden is a little bit aggressive with him. I think Alex Smith is a little bit better, you know, with his legs, with his feet than cousins is. Uh, I I would kind of think they're in roughly the same quarterback tier. Maybe Smith is a is a tick or two above him. I think he throws a better deep ball than Cousins. Not that that's saying a ton, because that's not really one of Cousins' strengths, um, in my opinion. And I like Cousins the person. This isn't a matter of wishing ill will upon him, but he's 
generally sucked against the Giants, which is a bad look in D.C. I mean, not for Mark. Mark, you love that fact. But historically, he hasn't played well against the Giants. Historically, he hasn't played well in big games. And, you know, this year's a little bit tough because the Redskins got really hurt and really beat up. And once they lost, Chris Thompson and Jordan Reed was hurt like he always is. You know, the, you know, the team kind of fell apart. And they beat some good teams early. They played a lot of teams tough. And then it just really got away from them. I, I don't think it's fair to lay it all on Cousins. But it, to me, whatever he said, it, to me it was clear he wanted to test full free agency and make his own choice about where he wanted to go. And when you go back and we laughed about the whole thing with Bruce Allen's, you know, Bruce Allen, the press conference where he couldn't get, you know, Kurt, he couldn't get the name right. I mean, to me, that almost, that's that smack, you know what I mean? That's, that's like a D-bag move, right? You know that dude's name. You know his name. Get out of my face with that. Can't get his name right in a, in a press conference. Get the hell out of it. F-O-H. I just think the the relationship was was not healthy for a lot of reasons, and that's a shame. But um, I'm okay with the trade. We'll see what they get from a compensatory standpoint uh, for Cousins leaving. You know, if they end up getting you know a fourth or I, if they get a third, which I'm not saying that will happen, but if they trade a third, they lose Cousins, they get a third. It really ends up being Smith for Fuller, uh, and then the contract extension, which cheaper than what. It appears Kirk Cousins was willing to settle for, uh, and certainly much cheaper in relation to franchise tagging him again. So um, I'm okay with the move. I don't love it, uh, but a, a couple little pieces just to say real quick: uh, the quality of the character I think is important, and I think people are going to find that out with Alex Smith if they weren't aware of that. I love this one article I found on on the Cron, <laughs> Cron.com. <laughs> hmm, nice name there, guys. But anyway, there, in 2013, the Boston Globe did a study of 150 foundations run by professional athletes. The Alex Smith Foundation, which has helped foster kids from poor backgrounds attend college since it started in 2005, spent 91% of the funds it raised on the charity. All right, That's awesome. That's, that's high, by the yes. way. The acceptable, when it comes to nonprofits, the acceptable level is generally 65 to 75 right in that zone. And uh, more than half the charities that they studied as part of this particular uh, study you know, didn't meet that threshold. So I, I like this line, quote, that's who Alex Smith is. If you meet someone who doesn't like and respect him, you better think twice about that person. So that's, I, that's outstanding, by the way. Yeah. So I think that, that he, he does. He does that. You know, we, we hear a lot about charities that, um, don't spend that much money that yeah. they have a lot of um, money they spend on for the people that work for the company. You know, the fact that he spends 91% mm-hmm. towards his charity. Or their charity it, spends it, on. Yeah. I mean, it's significant. It's that's, that's, a, that's a high threshold the chart yeah. off the charts. So, so kudos to yeah. him again. The, the quality of the person I don't think is going to be the issue here at the end of the day. No, not it's, at all. It, it's a football team. He's a football player and he's going to get judged by what happens on the field. I did think it was kind of funny listening. I think it was with Dan Patrick and they were talking about some things and this was before the trade news broke. And, um, you know, Cleveland certainly tried to trade for him. Denver tried to trade for him. There was a market for Alex Smith. That's a real thing. It's not a joke. There was a market for him. And the Browns, on, in, in, the sec, in the segment with Dan Patrick, they were talking about the Browns. And, you know, uh, uh, Smith alluded to their record. They're like, 1-31. Like, that's impressive. <laughs> Look, he's 33. He's going to be 34 in May, if I remember correctly. 
look, he has a window of time. He understands that, and he wanted to go somewhere where there's a chance to compete and, and a realistic shot of having a crack at the playoffs and seeing where it goes. I'm not saying he's going to make them a Super Bowl team. That That's a big battle. I think, realistically, the NFC East is, is going to be very Eagles-centric <laughs> for the next few years. Uh, Dallas is at least solid, and if Pat Shermer gets whatever the next quarterback is right and they can rebuild around Eli, there's still a good core in New York. The NFC East should be a competitive division. The Redskins' big thing is going to be healthy. I love Chris Thompson with Alex Smith, I'll tell you that. Um, mm-hmm. I love that, and Jordan Reed, if he's healthy, Jordan Reed's going to be gangbusters with that dude. Uh, but I'm curious about the play calling. Again, I like the move. I don't love the move. I understand the move. So, um, you know, we'll see. I, I don't wish Cousins any ill will. Uh, I think it's unfortunate it played out that way. I think that what you're seeing right now is a lot of Denver, 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 Denver. You see a lot of that coming up. Von Miller's pushing for him. Some of the players are are, pull, are, are pushing that direction. Um, so maybe it goes that way. But, you know... The mean part of me was like, mm-hmm, whatever, yeah, y'all can't wait for him to show up there, and he's going to get you over the hump, right? That hump's going to go off the cliff in the playoffs. <laughs> you know, uh, the, I don't the, even see Denver but, as the number one team. Well, who do you see as the number one team? I've got a tie. Oh, Minnesota and Jacksonville. Minnesota would be interesting. Minnesota because would be interesting. None of their quarterbacks are under contract. Yeah. And if they were to bring Kirk Cousins in, who, by the way, has burned them over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. um, that that I've seen some Minnesota people write that, like, hey, look, Kirk's actually gotten us pretty good the last couple of times. Yeah. Um, and Jacksonville, just simply because Blake Bortles is undergoing surgery, you never know, and he's a top uh, quarterback on the market you yeah. know, with that running game and the defense. True. I, I think the Jaguars um, have a little bit of a pickle, though, with uh, Bortles' uh, contract. I think it's like the date that the Redskins I, can make the trade for Alex Smith official um, and that Kirk Cousins would be a free agent. I think that's also the date that Bortles has the option in his contract that becomes guaranteed. Yeah, but it's because of weird. the injury, I think it yeah. is guaranteed he, he, he is their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that they have enough salary cap room. Now, Cleveland is interesting because I think Cleveland will say, we're going to give you a five-year, $125 million contract. Well, if he just wants money, if he just wants money, and he already kind of expressed, you know, there was some dialogue. He had some commentary about Cleveland, but I don't know. I, I think Cleveland will offer 25 a year for him Mm. uh simply because they're 104 under the cap right now if i'm not not mistaken i i know it was over 100 million so i'm saying they they will at least offer him 25 mil a year yeah to be their quarterback so it'll be does he want to go to a contender where he can win or does he want to go where he can be paid yeah no i think that's fair Real quick for me, uh, 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 I just got a message about the dog, so I got to go deal with the dog. Mark, I know you got to get out of here in a second, so um, do me a favor. Uh, you guys go ahead and run with this for a minute. Uh, Mark, uh, what's your insider reaction or whatever to Alex Smith? 
Uh, Randy, I've got some specific questions for you as a 49ers fan that obviously spent, right. you know, you had some historical reference with uh, Alex Smith in San Francisco. But, Mark, uh, go ahead and run with it. I, 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 just your reaction, your thoughts, and I should be back shortly. I just got to take her out. But uh, just run with it. You guys run with it for a couple of minutes. I'll be back sure. as soon as I can, okay? All right. All right. See so, you, Captain. You have a good one. Yeah, you too, man. All right, go ahead and roll, Mark. All right, so um, you know, my thoughts are, are pretty pretty simplistic. Um, I would say that uh, on the Cousins front, I definitely expected that this was going to happen. Um, I, I just, you know, or I, I I just felt like he he's definitely turned into the stereotype that uh, I'm sure he would have rather avoiding last season, which was, you know, he shows up in big games when they when they really need him, he could show up, and then his numbers, you know, if you just if you didn't know. You didn't watch game week in, week out. You didn't didn't you know, study the win losses. Numbers look great. Uh, he throws for you know a lot of yards, puts up a lot of touchdowns. Uh, but then he also throws a lot of interceptions and just just so much failure in, in the games. You know that, that should be very winnable. So the Cousins front didn't surprise me so much. I had no idea that the Redskins would be you know in the contention for for Smith. And so that you know when I first saw somebody share that. I was like. No, <laughs> I just didn't really see it. And I mean, I'm not, you know, trying to go overboard and act like they, you know, they just got, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or something like that. But, you know, I'm I'm a pretty huge, you know, Alex Smith fan. I'm a, I'm definitely a big believer in him. I, I think he did a phenomenal job of, you know, shutting people down with the whole, uh, you know, game manager stereotype. Um, sure as that last season. I mean, they they you know they obviously got you know knocked out of the playoffs in a pretty embarrassing fashion. But it wasn't his fault. I mean, it just oh, wasn't. Yeah. They, they 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 did turn into a you know completely different team without Kelsey. Um, but the defense didn't do him any favors, and um, I mean they just they couldn't do anything in the second half. You know, on either side of the ball. Uh, but you know, he had a phenomenal season. So is that going to tra- translate to you know success in Washington? Yeah, you never know. But you know, I think this the simple-minded folk out there that are looking at numbers are just like, well, wait, you know, Cousins and Smith have you know on-par numbers. And Cousins is, you know, is significantly younger. So, so what the hell? Why, why is Rush Washington doing this? It's, it's so incredibly not that simple. I mean, we, 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 we know. We, not saying that the numbers aren't relevant in sports for us, but, but, you know, that that paints only a small section of of the story. And uh, I, so, I mean, for me, it's not even a contest. If you ask me, if I'd rather have Alex Smith or Kirk Cousins. Alex Smith all day. I mean, that's that's just not really a question. Um, so uh, I haven't really given too much thought to where Cousins lands. I, I certainly it's my it sounds like Broncos are a pretty pretty big contender right now. But uh, you know, I, I can see him. I, I I got nothing against the guy. I, I'll, I'll you know wish him well and hope he does does decently. Obviously, I yeah, have no love for the Redskins. Uh, but I, I never <laughs> you know, ne- never never had any issue with Kirk. So I, I hope he uh, finds success whatever market he goes to, but I, I, I think this is a great, you know, great pickup for the skins. Yeah. Like, like Cam referenced, uh, you know, most Redskins fans seem mostly bothered by giving up fuller. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I, I necessarily have the expertise to, to weigh in there, but you know, if you knew that, you know, cousins was going to be a massive, you know, massive spend, if you're going to keep him, I just think there's no way to justify it. So you're not going to get Smith for nothing. Um, so I, I, my feeling is that it's still a quality move. Um, and, and, and I got made one of the great points that I think you know, Tom, Tom Thompson's value goes you know way up uh, with the addition of Smith. So, Oh yeah. Well, 
And I, I will say this. Gosh. Had the Redskins made the move a couple of years ago where they just said, hey, Kirk, you're our guy. I think they could have got him for $18, $19 million for five years and called it a day. The fact that they waited this long um, made this move necessary because they knew they were not going to get Kirk Cousins after this year. Right. No chance. Especially with Cleveland having over $100 million under the cap. Knowing that Cleveland could offer $25, $26, 27000000 dollars a year. Yeah. So well, they, after the Niners got Garoppolo, obviously they were out of the running for him too. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's, the, that's the thing. Like, at that point in time, like, you're like, oh, snap. Like, the, the top two quarterbacks in this in this free agency are going to be Alex Smith and our guy Kirk Cousins, and we have screwed this guy for two years now. So let's go get Kirk or uh, Alex Smith. So they have to give up a third round pick and an up and coming quarterback, Kendall Fuller. Uh, yes, he had a season ending injury. Well, I'll tell you what, dude. Watching this kid in action from the time he got to play, he has the potential to be a number two corner in this league. Absolutely. To be a number two, maybe even a number one corner. Uh, He was a slot corner this year. But, you know, in in the time he got to play, he, he, he did his job and he did it well. Okay, yeah. So Kansas City, I think, played their hand well. They they got a corner that they can have for years to come. They're going to get a third round pick. And guess what? What? They didn't have to release Alex Smith and get nothing for him. They got compensation for him, yep. and, and they they played their hand well. And Andy Reid. God forbid if he has fleeced the Redskins yet again on trading a quarterback to them. Dude, Kool-Aid man, man. <laughs> Kool- God, Kool-Aid man gets it, him again. It, and, Captain, I'm telling you, this is this is great timing. Because, God forbid, if Andy Reid gives us another quarterback that the captain has to rage face about. I mean, if you, if you mention DM, it is an hour rant. We're not talking about we're not talking about sliding up in your DMs. No, no. Okay, we we ain't talking about that. We're talking about Donovan freaking McNabb. So if freaking KC turns into DM, bro, bro, fat and sassy. (laughs) That's Donovan McNabb, fat and sassy. (laughs) Damn it, Matt, go to sleep already. I'm telling you. That's what he was. That's what. That's that's why he was hung up on him. If he comes back in, that's on him. No, that, that's why he was <laughs> but, barfing uh, in the Super Bowl, dude. Donovan McNabb and his chunky soup. Fat and chancy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Hey, a virtual high five to that one, Justin. There you that, go. That was, there that it was is. Good. Hey man, yes. look. Sorry for the interruption, but the dog had to poop. Man, she woke up the baby. What are you gonna do? Oh. You know oh. what I'm saying? Yeah. Poop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she had, she had to go. Wait, wait, before we get to that later, let's, uh, I'm going to de that on out of here. Yeah, man, go ahead, uh, bro. <laughs> but y'all handle your business. And, yes, uh, sir. 
Fun as always. Enjoy the big game. Look, <laughs> better X, man. Better X. Win big, okay? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate that. So that's right. That's right. Uh, side note, uh, please do me a favor, Mark, and uh, whatever it is that you do, don't be like the guy um, that <laughs> there was a dude in, in Mumbai that died, right? after he got essentially sucked into an MRI machine because he walked up in there with a cylinder of oxygen. Don't be like that guy. No. No. Don't don't be that guy. Also, don't be the person that, that donates a loaded grenade launcher to the Goodwill. Oh, wow. <laughs> Amazingly, and as a shock, well, not, not a shock to anybody, it happened in Florida. <laughs> no. If you gave me two guesses, I would have said Florida, and if you had said no, I would have said Arizona. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's and, something uh, about the extreme. Oh, that's, that's about right. Yeah, 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 yeah. About right. Oh, Darwinism at its finest. I just want to know. I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw the video. Uh, obviously, the Tide Pod Challenge was a bit of a joke. Well, some serious one part joke, one part. You can't be that stupid, can you? Uh, there was a dude that tried to vape a Tide Pod. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, was a, that was a real thing, man. What? This dude went full, full, full idiot, full idiot. Or is uh, yeah, if you want to go full retard, you can drop that one too. You never uh, go full Whitfield. Come on, <laughs> don't now. go full Whitfield, man. <laughs> and this dude squeezed a Tide Pod in his vape, and there's a video of it. You know, it's just like it, you're a dumbass, man. Of course, you're a dumbass. Ass. Just a dumbass. Oh. So, needless to say, I I like this article. It says, he then proceeds to inhale the the detergent only to start uncontrollably coughing due to the toxic contents. No, duh. No way. No way. And, uh, Mark, I've been saving this one for you for a couple of weeks. The actor who played Barney the Dinosaur now works as a tantric sex therapist. (laughs) Uh, pretty, what? Quite, quite disturbing. <laughs> He's a tantric massage specialist and a spiritual healer. I bet he is. I bet he's a spiritual Give healer. Gives me to when he's singing, uh, singing, I love you, you love me. I mean, what the hell? Yeah. We're a happy family. Yeah. Oh, God. It's like big cock. Did you? Did, <laughs> yeah. I'll show you. I'll show you my purple dinosaur. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Too much. Purple <laughs> yogurt sugar, what? <laughs> uh. Wait, I had to listen to that shit for years, man. Just, I don't know if you're being tortured by that or not. No. I had to no. listen to that shit no, for years. No Caliu and no Barney. No. You're lucky, man. No, none of that, none of that crap. We're blazing the monster machines, a little bit of Transformers Rescue Bots, uh, Umi Zumi. We had our Paw Patrol phase. Well, you know, no, no Barney, no, no and no Caillou. Oh. None, none of that. None so, of that bald-headed ass asshole kid. None, awesome. <laughs> none of that. Speak, speaking speaking of blazing, I think if anybody, yeah. you know, if anybody in the sports <laughs> nation got uh, got one of those flamethrowers, I hope they'll donate it to us. Um, <laughs> Elon yeah. Musk flamethrower. And that's supposed to be. Uh, there was a tweet. I don't. I, I don't remember if you played Borderlands or not, Randy. I know you did, and I, I was a big Borderlands guy. And there, there was this. Uh, maybe it's just you know half kitten, half and whatever. But there, there was this Twitter back and forth about actually having that flamethrower uh, in the next Borderlands game, which I think would be an absolute hoot. Nice. 
<laughs> but yeah, no, it's all good. Anyway, I know you got to get out, so if you got to roll, just go ahead and roll, and we'll just Absolutely. we'll just wrap up with some BS and then get out of here in a couple minutes anyway. So, all right, folks, Mark, enjoy the game. Yes, sir. Good, to, good to see you as man. always, and I hope you feel extra dirty pulling for the Eagles. I am. Sure do. There will be drinks, many, 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 <laughs> many, many drinks. It's all good, brother, man. Uh, we'll catch up a little bit later, okay? Mark. All right, sounds good, man. Go get some rest, bro. Peace. All right, late. See ya. So, yeah, vaping a Tide Pod. So dumb. So dumb. Um, all right, so back back to this Alex Smith thing. Uh, a, I think it's funny that Kendall Fuller, by the way, uh, and, yo, it's really messed up for front offices for these players to find out on Twitter that they're getting traded. It's so jacked up. Uh, Kendall uh -huh. Fuller, by the way, like had a tweet that was like, nah, it's not me, I don't think. I'm on here just trying to find out, like, y'all. And he said, man, I'm safe. I ain't get traded. And then he tweeted that classic uh, animation of Homer Simpson backing into the bush. <laughs> I thought that was so funny, man. But, uh, you know, again, I think part of this is, is a fiscal reality. And, you know, the Redskins have a decent core. They've got some good players. Um, health is a big issue for them. It really bit them in the ass this year. Uh, I, again, I, I like the trade. I don't love the trade. I like the trade. Uh, but Kirk Cousins didn't, you know, uh, he didn't really want to be there. There's a lot of reasons for that, but it's clear he wanted to make his exodus. And what's also clear is that the Redskins didn't want to be held over the barrel anymore. And so this no. was a proactive move. I don't remember, and this is something I was chatting about with Lindy. Obviously, we went kind of long on a few things. We didn't get to this while he was still here, but we were talking about it. And I was like, dude, I don't remember a time where a trade like this happened, anything like this happened in Super Bowl media week. Like, how weird is it that this was a story, you know, a, a huge story in the middle of the media week leading up to the Super Bowl? It was just strange. It was just strange. No. Uh, and I don't ever remember anything like this happening. So the timing of it's odd, but clearly the Redskins, they wanted to be decisive. They wanted to go in a direction it was clear it was going to be Cousins, and you know, I, I again I don't fault Cousins per se. Um, I don't wish him. I don't. I'm not dropping ill will on the on the dude. I think he's going to have a solid career uh, elsewhere. Uh, maybe it's Denver. Maybe it's Jacksonville. Maybe you know somebody surprises us and it's Cleveland or it's Arizona or whatever. Maybe, um, but you know, I, I I hope that it turns out well for him. I think the limitations that he had and the issues that he had in D.C., I, I don't know that it was all on him or not. We'll find out. If he goes elsewhere and has the same problems and takes a rando knee at the end of a half <laughs> uh, and can't win big games, then you go, well, it, it's what he is. He's a Tier 2 guy, good guy, but not enough to get over the hump and not somebody you can pay, I don't know, $25, $26, 27000000 million a year to. So I understand the move. I don't hate it. It's just hard for me to love it. You know, it's just hard for me to love it, but I get it. And clearly, it, you know, if they feel like their roster is decent and this frees up money, which it does, you know, the Chiefs save about $17 million bucks. Uh It at least saves the Redskins about $4 million a year at least. Um, and certainly, I don't know, r probably roughly 10-ish uh, when you're talking about dealing with the franchise tag or not. And we'll see what they get back as far as a compensatory pick. So the speculation is that Cousins is going to get about $27 million a year with 90 guaranteed. So, you know, if you're just talking financials for the next four years, 
next four to five years. It's the right decision. Uh, and again, you, you're not going to, there's a lot of people that will talk very, very, very highly about Alex Smith. Yeah. You're not going to hear, you're not going to hear ugly out of, you know what I mean? You're not going to hear ugly about the dude. If you want to follow him on a football field, that's a different issue. So we'll kind of see how it plays out, but that does actually bleed in kind of nicely because Randy 49ers fan. So, you know, you kind of, you lived with Alex Smith for a big chunk of time Mm -hmm. and you know, for him, he just got caught kind of in this whirlwind of, of Colin Kaepernick. He got, if I remember correctly, it was a concussion. Kaepernick comes in, lights, lights the league on fire for a brief period of time. And so they went with Kaepernick and it, I understand why the 49ers did it. It's just funny to me to think that the Redskins traded for a guy that over the past, th- you know, three teams has been the dude they're just trying to replace. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it, it feels weird, but I guess realistically, what should Redskins fans expect from the trade from him? Um, and then I, your own personal reflections or reactions to Alex Smith, the person, the quarterback and the player for, the Redskins, which it's still really weird to say that. And it <laughs> also strange to me that he gets traded from the Chiefs to the Redskins, the two like, you know, teams with like the native you know, the American Indian, Native American kind of theme going on. This is bizarre. But anyway, I guess uh, you know, kind of your take on the deal. And again, you're a fan that you, you lived Alex Smith. You did it. So Well, it's interesting looking back, um, when he was first drafted, <clears throat> I think because of the culture the Niners had uh, coming off of a 2-14 and 14 season and bringing in a bunch of guys who just weren't football guys, yeah. even though Mike McCarthy was his offensive coordinator his rookie season, that team just wasn't good. Yeah. And he, put, he, he took his lumps. I mean, he got better under North Turner the next year, and – he kind of lived in limbo until Harbaugh came along and yeah. Harbaugh knew how to utilize what skill he had and kind of taught him how to just, you know, don't, don't go do, don't do turnovers. Don't try to throw it, force it, just take the sack or throw it away, something. So basically what you guys are going to be looking at is a guy who is, he's incredibly intelligent. He will learn, pick up the offense quickly. He's still extremely athletic. I mean, mm-hmm. we've seen, I mean, We've seen him just take off and have amazing runs just for – and you don't even think about it. You don't think about how athletic he really is. It's kind of like that whole Aaron Rodgers thing where it's like if you give him a lane, he's going to take it and he's going to give you 20, yeah. maybe 30 yards on yeah. a run. But he's not going to turn the ball over. He's not going to – he'll take the sack if he has to. And he's just – he's an overall he's a good teammate. He yeah. does what's best for the team. I think also what you should be expecting is that he's not the solution. He's probably going to be, you know, a few years for stopgap, give you guys a chance to find a young quarterback that can learn and grow so that when he his time is up, you have someone ready to take over the reins. Yeah. Um, obviously, some of the biggest highlights for me, for him, is obviously against New Orleans in the playoffs with what they've dubbed the catch three. Mm-hmm. Um Obviously, he has rapport with Vernon Davis, so that's always a big thing. That's a big yeah. plus for you guys, which is he kind of love... funny to think about. Yeah. So I mean, he does love his. He does love throwing to tight ends. He loves dumping it off to the running back. So, like you said, Chris Thompson is going to be Dude. very nice recipient of that. If he's healthy, man, Chris Thompson is going to be like that. Dude's going to be gangbusters with Alex Smith. I think. Yeah. 
I mean, under Andy Reid, he's definitely gained his confidence. He's he knows how to win. Um, obviously, you're not. Ex- I don't expect him to be the guy for you that's going to take the team on his shoulders. He's definitely a team guy where all the pieces around him, as long as everything's working, as we saw with Kansas City, as long as everything's working well, he's going to play well, and you guys are going to win. I mean, that's just how it's going to work. Yeah. It's not like you got Aaron Rodgers here who's just pretty much the moment he steps on the field, everybody and their brother, you know, even the ball boy can catch passes. So it's it's going to be an interesting dynamic, especially that he's coming back to the NFC. So it, I have a feeling that you guys will be better with him and uh, as the quarterback. Uh, he'll make fewer mistakes than Cousins. But I feel bad for Cousins in the sense that feel bad for him yet i don't because he's going to get paid someone's going to pay him he'll make plenty of money Uh, he'll make he'll definitely make his money and i i'm pretty sure from what we saw he's probably going to land in denver which is not a bad spot for him considering the receiving core they have Uh, i would have hated to see him land in in cleveland because he would have been screwed (laughs) yeah pit (laughs) of misery dilly dilly yeah. But I mean, I remember when he first, when Alex Smith first came in the league, I was just like, especially when <laughs> that team was so horrible, I just couldn't stand him. I I, <laughs> I, could, I was like, God, we got to get rid of this guy. We got to get a real quarterback. And mm-hmm. at the time, I didn't really think about the fact that the coaching played a big part in it. And as time has gone on, I understand coaching plays more into how a quarterback plays than people really realize. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, just, it, it just, does matter. Just, Sure. I mean, just look at you know Belichick and Brady over the years. Yeah, that that's proof positive right there. Well, they're also a bit of an outlier. I mean, you've got a Hall of Fame coach, Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, they're, they're legitimately an, an outlier. So it's hard to compare anybody fairly to that, other than like Montana Walsh and you know. I mean, you have to you have to right. go real upper tier combinations, um, and, and that's a tough one. But yeah, I mean, at you know, Lord knows we've we've shoveled dirt on Alex Smith in some capacity, perhaps not so much in the podcast, but certainly in casual conversation for years. Obviously, we, you know, sometimes that's a fantasy frame of reference. I, I, and I live North Turner, the head coach. <laughs> I empathize with Charger fans, for sure, on that. I live North Turner, the head coach. And, you know, decent, you know, solid, decent OC, you know, but... I, I, it just kind of felt like that dude was from a different era. <laughs> the league has passed him by. I'm curious how that works out in Carolina with Cam Newton, by the way. Very curious to see how that works out. I would hope at this point, it, at this juncture of Alex Smith's career, to have been paired with Andy Reid, who does a very good job at maximizing his quarterback's abilities. He does. You can criticize his play calling, or excuse me, the, the clock management. That's legit. You can criticize the play calling. I think that's fair. You know, never quite got over the hump in Philadelphia. Uh, I, I mean, they did get to a super. I mean, they had success. It's not to say they didn't have success, but you know, I, I think a lot of people felt like that, that his teams could have done a little bit more than they did, and some of that gets just laid at the feet of the coach. It just does. But you know, his time with Andy Reid, and then. Gruden, at some point, I, I guess Gruden has hitched his wagon to this move, right? Has to. And if they flame out with Alex Smith, I would imagine that's the end of Gruden in D.C., I would think. So, you know, you get the Albatross off, the Kirk Cousins 
contract albatross and non-commitment albatross. They're gone. Hopefully the pairing is a good one. As a fan, hopefully the pairing is a good one. Again, I don't wish any ill will towards Kirk Cousins. I don't hate him like some of my Redskins brethren do. Uh, I think he got a disproportionate amount of the blame, but he wasn't enough of a solution in the context of that team, so I, I get the move. I get the move, and I certainly wish Alex Smith well. I don't know. It, it's it's still strange to me. It's still just strange to me. By the way, random side note, and this has been like the year of like charitable donations for like teams and stuff, uh, and I thought it was kind of a hoot that um, – Chiefs fans, uh, they had this organized kind of drive to donate money to this foundation, and they did it in $11 increments, of course, for his jersey number. And so um, within a span of a few hours after, you know, some Kansas City, Kansas City fans were, were trumping this up and going to town with it, more than 1,000 fans had donated 11, 11 bucks to the foundation. And they just kept rolling, dude. They just kept rolling. And part of that was an appreciation for his time in Kansas City and, you know, encouraging other fans to do that. So I thought that was kind of nice. That's kind of cool. Um, but, you know, that's not, that, uh, that by itself doesn't win squad on the football field. So um, we'll see. I certainly don't think he'll hurt them. And the, uh, you know, being better on turnovers is nice. Again, I, I think there's some pluses to who he is as a quarterback on the field. I don't mind his age. I don't think he's beat up. When you look back at some of those trades – you go back to, you know, in 99, it was, you know, Brad Johnson. And then they signed Jeff George, which is strange as hell. In 2004, they brought in Mark Brunel. But, you know, Brunel felt like he was beat up and kind of at the back end um, of his career. Had a few moments. But, you know, Brunel felt like he was largely done. McNabb, I tried to hold out some hope for McNabb. I, I didn't hate the move. I didn't love, you know, that was another one I didn't love. I didn't hate. It was just kind of, it was strange that it was Donovan McNabb. And it, it ended up being a bag of suck, clearly. You know, and, and then in 05, you know, they, they traded picks. They traded a, um, they traded a third round pick in 05 and a first and a fourth round pick in 06 to Denver for the 25th. I didn't even remember they gave up that much. For the 25th pick in the 2005 draft, they drafted Jason Campbell. So that was all kinds of winning right there. <laughs> you know, in 2012, they obviously made a move to draft RG3. That blew up in their face. So history has not been kind to the Redskins with these kind of moves. Maybe Alex Smith is the guy to finally kind of break that. That would be nice. You know, I I, I laughed at this line. It was a PFT article about the trade. And this one one commenter said, quote, don't worry, Washington fans. I'm sure your front office will still find a way to turn this into a total dumpster <laughs> fire like they always do. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. By the way, Den- Denver really was on, on them trying to make an offer. You know, the Browns offered multiple picks and Denver offered. Apparently, the reports are that Denver offered a second and a keep to So it sounds like the Chiefs were after a corner again. You know, people. A lot of Redskins fans are bitter about Fuller, but they're deep at corner, and quite frankly, getting the extension done, getting that done, allows them to to manage and plan and do other things. It, it frees up the draft choices. They don't have to try to expend a high pick on somebody. If somebody falls into their lap where they're drafting, then maybe they trade down, or they can always take a developmental guy. You know, that it gives them a lot of flexibility because they're gonna. Be, if nothing else, they'll be stable. They'll be stable. They'll be they'll be solid at quarterback, and I I think that I think 
the team in the locker room will like him. Uh, how that, how's that going to translate on field? I don't know. We'll see. I, well, he's already got a supporter in the locker room with Vernon Davis, so that'll help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and Vernon Davis has had some nice moments. That that'll certainly help them. By the way, uh, bag of fail to Robert Griffin, and uh, maybe he was just being funny, but of course he had to inject himself into this damn thing. And he had a tweet that said, "Somehow, some way, they will blame this on me. No doubt, bro." <laughs> F O H, <laughs> shut your face, dude. Shut your face. Griffin. Nobody cares. Griffin, you know, I pulled for you. I like you. I don't hate you. It's nothing like that. But, dude, it just leave it alone, bro. You're essentially out of the league. It just <laughs> go, make, go make babies, run track, and do whatever. You know what we, I mean? From the very first podcast we ever did, we pulled for you. We hoped you would succeed. You didn't succeed. No. Now, please. You son of move. a bitch. Yes, mosey your on your way on out of the league. Go go do whatever you do. F O H, homie. F O H. Again, maybe, uh, who knows? Maybe he was just the XFL or something. Yeah, uh, maybe he was just being funny, uh, you know. <laughs> and that's fine. But you you have to know if you make that comment, it's going to get some traction. Going to get going to get hey, some coverage. I just don't. Let, I don't get it. Let me tell you something. When before my wife and I got married. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Christmas before, she got me an XFL football for Christmas signed by The Rock. Huh. It is legit and everything. Nice. But with the XFL coming back and The Rock being one of the biggest box office draws in Hollywood, I wonder how much that MF is worth. You never know. It's- did Dean Wormer come in at there at some point? I haven't heard uh, Dean Wormer drop to 0.0 yet, but I'm not sure about that. I don't know. But I guess the XFL, you know. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. That's right. Thanks, Cher. Let's just hope they can break free of that reputation they have now. That's right. That's right. That's right. Hey, look, Shannon. Just remember, as they as they look to revise the catch rule, that was a bang bang play, brother. Hey. Does Trump have that song on loop? By the way. On loop? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh my God! Loop, loop, not loop. Phillies, Phillies, where all the lube is, buddy. Phillies, where all the lube is. Close, all of it. Close close enough to DC. By the way, you know what? What song I almost brought Lindy into, and I had it Uh cued, and then I didn't do it. But I was thinking, forget asshole. I was gonna go mass hole. You really are a mass hole. I was very tempted. M. 
But I couldn't quite work out the timing of dropping the M A S S, so I was like, I can't do it. But couldn't quite work it out. They're made up there, so I think you would have taken it as a compliment. Oh, of course. But for podcast purposes, you know that that that's our guy. That's our new England guy. No, it's all good. Oh, 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 oh! I did ask a couple of people about. Where's my phone at? I did ask a couple of people for their Super Bowl picks. Okay. So I just want to let you know a couple of responses I got. Oh, Lordy. A couple of responses I got. Hey, let me let me clear this out and actually open this up here. Is that what she said? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So first, <laughs> from our buddy Todd, old tooting, I said, hey, man, Super Bowl prediction? His response... A giant meteor takes out the stadium just as the game begins. Thanks, Todd. <laughs> Thanks, Todd. Thanks for your in-depth analysis there. That was very helpful. Thanks, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> I also asked our man Toby Brendel, man. I said, yo, Super Bowl prediction? And he was like, I did hear an interview from a D-lineman from Minnesota, and he said Philly was stronger than they thought, and their running game is scary strong. Patriots win 24-13. <laughs> so, and, and he, you know, that he, he was, uh, there, there's some Minnesota Vikings fan, you know, salt, I think on that one, but yeah, yeah. Little, little extra salt. Yeah. So I figured somebody would drop the asteroid or the, you know, the meteor blast figured somebody would, but as far as the Super Bowl prediction, bro, Hall notes, man, I can't go for that. You got to give me something other than the asteroid. Come on, Todd. Yeah, come on. Yeah, but anywho, uh, one other random thing that I thought was very funny, and I, I meant to bring this up when you know Mark and Lindy were were on board with us tonight, but that's okay. It happens. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Obviously, one of the stories making the rounds has been the you know Eagles ha- battling some illnesses, and as always happens. When it involves the Patriots, <laughs> people are going to poke fun at it. And so Twitter and some other places are having a field day. So, you know, there's a bug going around the Eagles locker room and at least three Philly starters. Uh, Timmy Jernigan, Michael Kendricks, Ronald Darby have been sick this week. And so they showed this one picture of Tom Brady uh, shaking hands with uh, Nick Foles, right? And so Tom Brady has the glove on. And this one person was like, suddenly Tom Brady wearing the glove on media night makes so much more sense. Good old Patriots always game planning. Like they smuggled, like they smuggled the flu on the glove. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've been there. Here's another one. Belichick's checks out it again, this time with chemical warfare. Somebody else said, hashtag flu gate. I laughed. I thought it was so funny, man. And then there's just a picture of like uh, that classic picture meme with Belichick just drinking some OJ or whatever. So... Couldn't help, couldn't help but laugh at that. Couldn't help but laugh at that. But you know, we'll kind of see. You know, again, it, it's one of these things. If I'm sure there will be a Twitter meltdown of some, if the Patriots win, and there's a call that is debatable. Either way, it's gonna be a meltdown. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be a meltdown, dude. It's gonna be the absolute meltdown. Von Miller predicts that the Patriots are gonna win. Uh, he said, quote, did you see that game versus the Jags? He's talking about Tom Brady here. He knows voodoo. I don't know what they got going on over there. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. 
Some Tom Brady Patriot voodoo. Thank you, Von Miller. Go back to farting in your meetings. Yes. <laughs> go, go back to farting. So that is sports poo approved. Yeah, sports sports poo approved. Uh, clearly on that one. Um, also, one one thing that uh, another thing that crapped me up on Super Bowl Media Week. Uh, James Harrison again. This is the classic Patriots gonna Patriots. And I love the memes that were like the only still that made it to the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> James Harrison. Oh, because I forgot to mention this earlier. This week's the ninth anniversary of James Harrison picking off Kurt Warner at the goal line and running that damn ball back 100 yards for a touchdown. That's crazy. Uh-huh, to end that half and uh, you know versus the Cardinals. Pretty that wild. Crazy. Yeah. But I love this thing. He was asked about um, – it's actually Steve Smith. Eyes up, son. Eyes up. But um, son. So, so they were talking about Super Bowl tickets. I didn't. He's got 13 siblings. Thir- can you imagine having 13 brothers and sisters? I was like, good God, dude. Eyes up, sons and sisters. Does he leg press all of them just for fun? <laughs> anyway. You never know. Yeah. And he has a wife and kids. But I, F-O-H. Yeah. But here's, here's his response about how he's going to distribute the Super Bowl tickets. So you got you, you the youngest of 14. Yes. How are you distributing the tickets? If you pay for them, you get them. <laughs> so, so only if you're paying for them. Yeah. So then if you don't pay for I them. Can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. 14? Yeah. Hotel home and everything. Yeah. Kids. Right. Yeah, and you pay for them, you get them. <laughs> if you pay for them, you get them. Love that man. Love that. Pretty fantastic. You know, I, I don't. I don't remember seeing a prop bet, but I, I can. You can bet your butt that old Harrison is going to be involved somehow in busting up this RPO and getting all up in that backfield and getting on foals, dude. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and I don't. I don't have any gripes with that guy. You know, if they if they bag a win and Harrison gets another, it sounds like he wants to try to play for another couple years. My God, uh, kudos to him for that. But you know, we'll kind of see. You know, again, at the end of the day, we need to wrap up and get out of here. At the end of the day, uh, if the Eagles pull this off, they deserve so much credit. Absolutely, they really, really, really do. And uh, you know, I we've laughed about a lot of things. We've judged around about a lot of stuff. Uh, if the Eagles manage to pull this off, and Randy, you sent a great soundbite. Ric Flair, buddy. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. Woo. And that's true. You know, to be the man, to be the man you got to beat the man. So, Absolutely. And, and the, you know, the Patriots, there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot packed into them. And to take them down... To beat them, you've earned it. We can joke around about the Giants. I know we talk about the Tyree. Yeah, lucky catch, blah, 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 all that stuff. They did have some moments. They had some things break their way. But you don't beat the Patriots without earning that win. Those are not easy games. So if the Eagles are able to pull this off, you have to give them credit. Have to. Because they're going to oh, yeah. they're gonna have earned it. I think they're capable but you still got to go out there, prove it, and do it. And uh, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, all right, guys, any kind of wrap-up thoughts as we get out of here? Hard to believe that we're at the end of the road. Yeah, it Uh-oh. is. Uh-oh. Breaking out boys to men? He, he does want boys to men. Wow. <laughs> 
He's trying to use this for the uh, Wildcats uh, earlier this season, but you know they're going Cardiac Cats instead. Well, not California Love, man. Get it right. Thank you, Winamp. <laughs> Winamp really whips the llama's ass. Thanks, guys. End of the road. Yeah. Thanks, Randy. Nice pull. <laughs> or in true fast sports, <laughs> true sports brew fashion, for some commentary earlier in this podcast. Uh, <laughs> nice pull out. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Anyway. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh man, so silly. Shannon, any any wrap up thoughts from you, bro? Man, I'm, I'm. To be honest with you, I'm just looking forward to the Super Bowl. Um, obviously, I think the Patriots will pull it out. I just want to see a good game. As, as everybody wants to see, you know, you just you want to see a good competitive game. Yes. Um, at the end of the day, I just I just think the the, the BB combination is just going to pull it out. Hey yo, and uh, get a six ring, and uh, and I think this will be the end of the Patriot dynasty. I, I really do losing Patricia, losing McDaniel's. And uh, kind of having to start over with new coordinators and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I I think the Patriots will win, but this will be the end of the dynasty. So you think this is you think this is the last ring? Yeah, I I, I think this is the last ring. Um, I, I think they'll win it. You know, they'll they'll be up late in the fourth. Eagles will probably get a late score to to cover the spread, but. Patriots, dude. I mean, come on. I know. I know. So many years. I, I think Brady does it one more time with Patricia as the defensive coordinator, with McDaniel's as the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. They bring it in. They bring it home. You know, Patricia goes to Detroit, McDaniel's to Indy, and um, that's it. I, I think that's the dynasty. And then next year, we start anew. You think this is essentially the walk off? Yes, this right. is the walk off for Brady and Belichick. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, no, this has never been done in this uh, ever in this league. You know, no one's ever won six championships, ever six Super Bowls, whatever you want to call it. Um, been this dominant yeah. for, gosh, 18, 17, 18 years. Yeah. It, it, they will be, you know, the stepping stone for every franchise going forward. Well, you know, I said it halfway in jest, but I really do. I really do believe that for people that have lived through it, maybe not as little kids, but as adults, if you love football and you've lived through this era of the Patriots, yeah. I think you will remember this team, even if you hate them. I think you will remember them for the rest of your, you know, until you get Alzheimer's or something. You know what I mean? Like until you can't function <laughs> and your brain fails yeah. you. I think you will, or CTE if you played football, maybe. But I think you will remember this era of football, this period of time with Brady. You will, you will remember Peyton Manning. You will, you will remember Drew Brees. You will remember Brett Favre, right? There are, there are people that you will remember, but you will also remember the New England Patriots, Tom Brady, and Bill Belichick. And 10 years from now, yeah. 20 years from now, 30 years from now, 40 years from now, if you live through it, 
I think this this period of time will stand, and people will look back and be like, "Man, how did they do that?" It will stand the test of time. How did they it do that? Absolutely stand yeah. the test of time. Yeah, because it, it's absolutely it's, yeah. I mean, it, it really is an amazing thing. Even if you hate them, it's an amazing thing. It, it's like the Bulls in the late nineties, yep. man. It's it's just you, yep. you got the three. Jordan took a couple years off. He comes back. You got another yep. three. It, it's. It would be kind of a hoot though if the only teams he lost to were NFC East teams. It would Granted, be. yes, it would be. But still, I, I like the I like the empty Eagles trophy case. Yes. Well. Yes. And empty that, Eagles. That's, that's where I was getting at earlier with the, my prop bet is would the Spurts Brew want an empty Eagles trophy case? Yes. Or Brady to get number six, e- and look, I'm on the Brady six case because listen, I was a Peyton guy for so many years. Brady has already passed them. You might as well just just crush the door at this point. Get all fat and, get, and sassy. Get all fat and sassy with yep. the six ring. Sassy. Yeah, you go. We're a little bread and dessert. Just get all fat and sassy. sassy. Yep. <laughs> there Just it call is. Call it a day. Call it a day. Cool. All right, gentlemen. Well, let's, let's do it live. Doing it, doing it live. Yeah. Doing it, do it live. That's right. I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, <laughs> no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Shut the yeah. fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, you tell him, Sam. That's right. That's right. That's Whoa, right. that builds awake. Stop oh, it. Never Who is your daddy and what does he do? You son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. We'll see. I, I, I really do like the setup. I, I think this could, it has the potential to be a great, great, great game. Uh, and for betting fun, I would totally take the Eagles to cover, but I, I just, you know, you got to prove it, man. I, I just, it, it's the, again, the Deion Sanders like test, right? Don't, don't, don't bet against Brady <laughs> and I get it. I get it. I understand the people that hate him. I get that. And I understand the people that hate the Eagles and or the Eagles fans. I really get that. <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll see how it goes. No asteroids, no meteors, no, none of that stuff, man. Stop trying to blow up chunks of the earth. Get out of here with that mess. <laughs> but uh, look, man, let's go ahead and get on out of here and shut this bad boy down. Uh, we are the Sports Brew again. Uh, keywords, as always, sports and brew. You can find us on iTunes, LiveSportsCaster.com, Stitcher Radio, the Google Play Store, of course, our home feed on Podbean. Uh, look. <laughs> Sports, brew, throwing about anything else. <laughs> Arnold, Sam, you idiot. <laughs> Chewbacca, you'll probably, Fairhorn, <laughs> you'll, you'll probably find us. Uh, sports plus brew plus fat and sassy, you'll probably find us. <laughs> um, you know, just for good measure. But, it, you know, enjoy the Super Bowl. Have fun. Enjoy the Super Bowl. I hope it's a great game. And I hope we get to revisit this and, and really enjoy the send-off of the NFL season. However it turns out, uh, if the Eagles win, man, kudos, well-earned. And if the, if the you know, Patriots get another one done, dude, just it's just a goat party. It's just yeah, a goat party. Pretty much, yeah. That and Chris Long will have a really bad tattoo somewhere on his body. 
Somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Somewhere. But anyway, as always, we're the Sports Brew. Enjoy the weekend. We will catch you on the flip side. Thanks for joining us, uh, joining in, gentlemen. Thanks for not falling asleep like Whitfield. Thanks for powering through <laughs> and rising up and surviving, man. I appreciate that. Okay? And uh, Patriots fans, look, y'all made me laugh slipping that Tom Brady jersey up on that, rock, that, that Rocky statue. That made me laugh. That was funny. Have a good time. Philly fans, have a good time. New England fans, have a good time, dude. Don't have hurt, a good time. Don't hurt dude. each other. Don't do anything too stupid. Sort of responsible. Semi. Semi-responsible. Semi. Semi. All right? Just don't be assholes. Don't, don't, look, yeah. Don't be assholes. Don't, I know it's hard. Don't be assholes. Don't be mass holes. I get you. It's tough. There you go. We get it. <laughs> there it is. All right. Gentlemen, go get some rest. Let's shut this down, and we'll catch you on the flip side, man. We have the sports brew. Thanks, as always, and peace out, y'all. Late. Cheers and beers. Mark, next time, hurry up and poop, would you? Jeez. (laughs) Havoc. (laughs) (laughs) Woo. Fat and sassy. Fat and sassy. Thank you, D-Stat. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Anyway, enough of Havoc. <laughs> enough of that. From all of us to all of you, we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace out, y'all, and good night. All right, gentlemen, go get some rest. Late. Oh. I don't know. Late. <laughs> <laughs>